Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to the Blank Slate. Thanks for push and play. This is your host, Mullet. Hey, now my handle for everything makes sense again, because I'm hosting something again. Uh, why am I hosting something? Because it is the late summer, early fall, which means it's time for some breakdowns of the Emmy nominations in a very, very weird and trying time. The person normally joins me for this Emmy talk is joining me over uh, still Skype, which we were joking about before we started recording at the moment. Rich Camelucci is here. Rich, what's going on? Uh, you know, literally everything and nothing all at the same time. You know, uh, opening up a lot of trading cards. I just got sleeves uh, for those trading cards, not for my own clothing uh, in the mail. Nope. top boys. That's true. Well, I'm 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 a bit of a hoodie boy right now. Sure, I'm just saying, like the two of us. And sometimes Tope, we are a stable on Instagram called the Tank Top Boys. Oh, yes. Where, yes, yes. Whereas you and I have also been called the Box Boys, um, or we call ourselves the Box Boys. If somebody calls us the Box Boys, then they're just weird. But we call ourselves the Box Boys because we send each other boxes of toys back and forth. That's true. Uh, yeah, you made up a good point. Uh, everything in the world has been going on. You have had more of a an online presence because you started the whack pack in the midst of working from home and, and everything that's going on and raising money for good causes. Whereas me, I, I mean, I still have married movies every single week, but my presence is, is greatly diminished in the midst of just social unrest and injustice and a global pandemic sweeping uh, everything. So it, it feels good and it, but it feels weird to do this because like we normally would catch up before we get into whatever we're talking about, and that would probably be its own mini series <laughs> if we wanted to try to tackle anything to catch up on. Who <laughs> boy? You know, I also I will say this: like again, as you alluded to, amidst all of everything happening in the world. Um, <clears throat> And this might just be the, the Catholic guilt that is uh, still deep within me. Uh, but mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I, uh, I bought many hundreds of dollars of re- action figures <laughs> in the time uh, since me working too. from home. <clears throat> we have, we have had have. private you discussions. You always have, though. This is sure unprecedented But you haven't helped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. If I'm... Yeah, you have- if I'm jumping in, I'm I'm gonna you know amplify someone else's bad habits along with me. Sure, uh, I think that's called codependency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I think it's a step. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of the steps of something. Um, I we've had private conversations, and I've had it with other people as well. Where you know, for me, this hasn't been all that bad. <laughs> Like, I like all this hit right as I started a a fasting diet regime and a workout routine. I've lost between thirty and forty pounds. I got promoted, and now I'm working from home on a regular basis. 
an influx of income, both from the government and from taxes and from extra money has allowed me to to knock out some debt while at the same time expanding my toy collection. Uh, creatively, I've, you know, ended some things and I started doing some things again, uh, both uh, that people know about, like my retro diary on the website and some private things I got in the books. Like, it's been great for me. But like, you can't brag. <laughs> you can't say like, man, yeah. this is a great time in my life. Because yeah. then you're the asshole. And I just said it on a recorded medium. So everyone that's listening, this is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about the Emmys, dickwad. Yeah, I think it's called privilege, um, and we acknowledge it. <laughs> well, and, and it's yeah, it's privilege and it's luck and, and it's luck. fortune. Yeah. And, no, I'm I'm yeah, I'm right there so. with you. Like I, you know, just before all this shit yeah. hit, I got a pay raise, and uh, yeah, you know, very very similar similar boat. Um, the Emmys. Uh, we've done this, I think, the past like three four years on the blank slate. I don't even remember what the last blank slate was. We did. Uh, was it maybe our our 2010 like decade wrap up was that literally the last one we did yeah yes ah, god that's a shame i'm also sad i know he's got his own podcast going on but no miami heat rich and osmond breakdown has pained me i hate to put you on blast on on air and i'm sure there's there's good reasons for it everything's got going on but i mean you guys already out of the already out of the, the first round man I need my stuff. Imagine, uh, I believe there was some Heat fan account that likes to tempt fates that said, uh, uh, imagine still playing first round games right now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to get fucking swept. <laughs> yeah, because we, yeah, we play the Bucks next after they beat uh, Orlando, which please, Orlando, take them to, you know, a couple more games. That'd be nice of you. Uh, but... Oh boy, yeah, I haven't been able to watch all the games just because of uh, scheduling and life and all that stuff. As, as we, I'm sure we will say many, many more times throughout this episode. Uh, but boy, boy, I'm loving that the Heat. You know, the the Heat sure as hell played the Bucks real, real hard all season. We beat them well, at least once on their home court, and so you. Take away any home court that might that might bode well in our favor. I mean, if anything, you guys you guys have a, a more of a home court home court advantage being in the states when you go outside. The heat hits you less. I don't know. I'm just trying to give you sure. as many pluses as I can. Man, uh, uh, I mean, you know, we got we got Bam. Bam's the the Giannis killer, man. I, I want you on this recorded medium to to swear to me that you'll do the best you can. If you guys make it to the West, to, to the if you make it to the West Finals, then, <laughs> then you've done something wrong. Something if you make it to the East Finals, awry. Adam Silver's crazy plan. Uh, if you can make it to the East Finals, then you you do the damn thing. Then do the damn what? What are you talking about? You 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 and you and Osmond do the damn thing. You do. Your your blank slate heat series. Oh yeah, of course. I mean that yeah, that's a no brainer. Okay, good. Just wanted to make sure. Want to make sure. That's not what I'm for. What I'm for is breaking down Emmys of most things we haven't watched and just giving our thoughts and our opinions on them. Uh, I went over this list when it first came out, when then when I messaged you a few weeks ago to, that we needed to do this, uh, and I haven't looked at it since. <laughs> so this is all going to be 
blocks right off the top of the dome. Uh, I believe I have everything. Uh, this is off of IMDb, which I think is what you used last year. So, um, yeah, let's do it. I, I hope you do Bottom. have everything because I have not even bothered to look at who the nominations are. Well, this is going to be a treat for both of us. Uh, do you want me so let's to, do it. Bottom. Can I try and like guess who's nominated, or at least who I who I want sure. and think should be nominated? Sure, sure. Uh, that might be later on because we're going to start with uh, outstanding pre-recorded variety special. So uh, she got some hot takes. I think you can get like half of these. Standing pre-recorded variety special. Man, you I know feel what I should like... also do? I should up last year's winners. Hold on. I feel At least like winners, not, I not should be able to get some of this. Can I get me networks? too? Can I get networks? Uh, sure. Challenge me. Uh, uh, Netflix across the board. <laughs> Oh, okay. So it's going to be like Chappelle. Is it going to be like stand-up? Is this where stand-up is? Uh, yes. That, I mean, that's how I'm accepting it. But uh, there's one of them. To be fair, I've only seen two of these. I should have seen the third one of them. One of them's from a stand-up. I don't know if it was all stand-up, but I think he did some stand-up on it. That's probably a, a giveaway. Uh, so, but you're correct. Chappelle is two of the six. Uh, Sticks and Stones, his stand-up okay. special, and then the Kennedy Center Mark Twain Prize for American Humor special that he also had okay. uh, is is there. Did Jim Gaffigan? Those are two of the six. Do a Netflix thing this year? No, no. Jim Gaffigan does like directed DVD thrillers now. <laughs> I saw Jim Gaffigan <laughs> on the cover of like this like directed DVD movie with like Danny Trejo at Walmart like three weeks ago, and I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Um, I'm trying to load these past winners to give you some frame of reference. Hopefully, it's got all of them. Uh, I think it does. Um, was this not a category last year? <laughs> Could have, might not have been a category. It's just not listed on Wikipedia as a category. All right, so who else? Uh, is there? I'm just gonna even. Yeah, uh, who else is there? We got uh, Hannah Gadsby, Douglas. Mm. Uh, Hannah Gadsby is the performer. Douglas is the name of the thing. Yep. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld, 23 Hours to Kill. Okay. T Tiffany Haddish, Black Mitzvah. Okay. And the one that I was referring to earlier, John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch. Oh, yeah. I never watched that. But Which I did not watch. Did you it. see that? No. Me, me either. That got picked up for either additional, like, variations of that on Netflix. I want to say that got picked up, like, on a network or something where they're going to do more of it. Huh. Um, but I, I know I wanted to watch it. I just never got it, got around to it. Uh, saw Bo Chappelle's, of course. Uh, the Mark Twain special is would be my personal vote because it's the perfect clash of Chappelle's brand and then just, like, the dignity and honor of, like, what that stuff is. There's some great bits from Neil Brennan and the SNL guys, and then also Chappelle doing stand-up locally there. Uh, I thought it was a great, a great piece. So that, that'd be my personal vote. Do you think he's going to split the vote though? You said he's got two things there. He does. Uh, and Sticks and Stones <clears throat> of the five that he did, I would say probably the best, the first or second in terms of the five that he did. Uh, I don't know enough about the other three, but it could happen. We're going to get to a lot of splitting the vote later when it comes to uh, 
comes to some shows. And I, I don't think it's more of a threat here than it is elsewhere. I think, I think Chappelle will, will take this down unless Mulaney's thing got a lot more bump than I thought it did. So. I, I think you're underestimating the sack lunch bunch. Um, real question before we move on to, uh, mm-hmm. the rest of the nominations and categories. What, what are the Emmys supposed to be this year? <laughs> like, like before even that, do they have like a scheduled date and time for when they're at least going to announce the winners? Cause I'm fully not expecting yes. there to be an actual in-person thing, nor should there be, but. I want to say it's in a few weeks and I believe they are doing it remotely and they, I I saw some entertainment website today had some sort of article I didn't read, which I should have, indicating they were heavily working on like the creative aspects of how this was going to work and it was going to be chaotic and I have no idea. They should just let... uh, Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway give all the awards out, so they're all just fucked. <laughs> just send, just send Faye Dunaway a box of envelopes and just have her read them all in thirty minutes, <laughs> and just enjoy. All um, right, all right, that's the load. Um, are you gonna fucking load for me? Uh, September twentieth is a show hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. So uh, we were originally supposed to be held in the Microsoft Theater. It'll be changed virtually from the actors' homes. So they're going to know probably when they won far enough in advance so they can get stuff set up. So it'll be odd. It'll be weird. Which means I'll probably end up watching it. Uh, Outstanding Live Variety Special, 2020 Golden Globes, the Oscars, the 73rd Annual Tony Awards, Super Bowl 54, and what my personal pick would be, because it's not uh, a a fucking award show or the halftime show of the Super Bowl live in front of a studio audience, all in the family and good times. Did you see any of those? I did. Did you? You did. Which ones did you see? I watched the uh, all in the family. I watched both actually. They were on, they were on Hulu. And they were good, right? Like I think yeah. everyone kind of enjoyed them. I know there was a, like a, a famous, I think it was a Jamie Foxx fuck up, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They were good. They were Man, they were very, very enjoyable. I think they were supposed to do more. Um, I don't know if they've already come out or not. Yeah, uh, this is also just because I want to see. These are who are listed as the producers that could win awards for this. Uh, I don't know who Eric Cutt, Brent Miller, and James Burroughs are. But the other five are kind of important. Uh, Norman Lear, Jimmy Kimmel, Will Ferrell, Justin Thoreau, and Kerry Washington. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. is the brainchild behind that that uh, is one hell of a list james burrow i know is like a guy um i can't think of what else uh-huh. they've had their name on but uh yeah i just i just want to see norman lear on a zoom call <laughs> norman lear is so old that uh the dictionary didn't have a z section when he was a child <laughs> uh uh, Norman Lear on a Zoom call sounds like uh, something you have to make somebody guess in a in a party game. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst party quirks. Like, why do we do an <laughs> improv show at this nursing home? I was gonna say it also sounds like a code name for like when like a senator gets attacked. Uh, we had Norman Lear on a Zoom call over here. Go, like, go, oh, go! God, someone attack, someone attack Tom Daschle. Uh, 
Outstanding Competition Program. I hate every year how much I know about three of the five of these. Uh, the Voice, RuPaul's Drag Race. Those are the two I don't know anything about. Top Chef, The Masked Singer, and Nailed It. Now, I say I know a lot about The Masked Singer because this year it was on either right before, I think it was on after the Super Bowl, and then it was on right before or right after, I probably want to say like Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something, yeah. to where the way I had it set up to record off of Hulu live was I would catch like the last minute or two. But there was one time I got like a whole episode and I got fucking sucked in and I hated it. I thankfully quit after three or four episodes, but I wouldn't feel right if I didn't at least say that the mass Singer got me for a brief period of time and then I just couldn't handle it anymore, which means it's not my, my pick. Uh, my pick, of course, is Nailed It. I, I pointed it out, my love for it uh, when we did the, the, the decade wrap up. It just fucking works and it's so goddamn good. Make it genuinely funny people to do it. It's just exactly the perfect counter programming to a show like fucking Top Chef. It's been going on for a, 20 years. So I have not watched an episode of Nailed It. Um, and just from various uh -huh. podcast appearances, I'm not a big Nicole Byer guy. Uh, really? Yeah. I wanted to be. I can but I can see her being an acquired taste. Have you caught her couple episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine where she's Doug mm -hmm. Judy's sister? Yeah. Yeah. And, and she's good on there. That's but, her, but, but but just yeah. as a um, like when she's just kind of like not playing a character and, and so on and so forth. Again, mm -hmm. I've listened to her on like a bunch of podcasts and whatnot. And it's just like just 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 misses me. Um, and also I'm just surprised that nailed it is yes. even nominated because it, it doesn't strike me as that, uh, known of a show. Um, and, and yeah, all the other shows, it's very I do popular. not, uh, I've not experienced, you know, when it comes to competition, I'm, I'm, I'm there with uh, survivor, you know, uh, <laughs> but we've talked plenty about survivor. Um, another show yeah. that, uh, uh, I feel like, uh, Charlie and I have uh, started reaching peak couple because uh, she started getting me uh, on Chopped. So we watch Chopped now. Chopped is good. Chopped, Chopped's the perfect show to put on when you're in the middle of something. It's and then exactly... next thing you know, it's two hours later and you didn't get anything done you wanted to get done. Yeah, it's that's exactly what has happened. Um, Nailed It is like the opposite. Nailed It for me is like when it there's new episodes... We sit down as a family, like Jillian loves it, and it's just hilarious. They get, I mean, Jason Matuzakis, Paul Shear, like good comedians. Nicole Byers, if she's she's a, a an acquired taste, she's the most on on that show, but she also makes a lot of that show based on her reactions and what she brings. Her relationship with the actual like baker they have on there, Jock Torres, who's also fucking hysterical, is is amazing. Um, so uh, yeah, another, give, give it, give it a try. I, there's so much, there's so much, <laughs> there's so much sure. to watch. I know. And I know maybe it'll happen one day, but it's just, there's nothing drawing me in another competition show that I don't know if they had a season this year or what, uh, or whatnot, but, uh, very enjoyable. And, and just the, the chemistry between the two hosts uh, is just off the charts, uh, making it with Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman. It's a delight to watch. 
Um, I don't think that'd necessarily be something up your alley, and it, I didn't think it was going to be up mine either. Uh, but it really scratches that uh, that Bake Off itch that I have. Um, yeah. But also, they just do some really, really dope shit uh, with the stuff that they craft. It's pretty fucking wild. I remember seeing the uh, commercials for it and being like, "Okay, that's yeah. that's quaint." And yeah, I'm sure it's fine. But yeah, like I said, it's kind of probably what you're saying. I think it was a nail that's just not my not my forte. Wow, who um, the hell are we even anymore? Should we just end this show? <laughs> uh, no, because this is the dopest category of all time. Outstanding documentary and nonfiction series. This is the year for this fucking category. I mean, there it's already in the bag. But uh, American Masters, Hillary, McMillions, Tiger King, and The Last Dance. Fuck. Well, three Give of those me, are... So, uh, really good <laughs> yeah i have no idea what american masters is it's golf mullet oh is it really no <laughs> i don't know i don't know you could have said anything to me. Masters, I don't that's the only know. masters i know is, is golf you, you could have fooled me uh hillary is of course the uh, hillary swank documentary about how she lost the election um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so McMillions, which is dead in the water, but was really, really good and had it come out like probably any other time, because I think it came out like exactly the same time as Tiger King, A little probably would have gotten more. It came out before. Yeah, would have gotten more talk and buzz. Uh, I already had, a, uh, I think, like two or three weeks after our our last blank slate series had like wrapped up and we painstakingly went over like this exact category. I was like, yo, we can, we can just go ahead and shut down like the one, two spots for the, for this decade. Right. <laughs> With like last dance and tiger King. Like we're done for totally different reasons. Um, like there is know, not, I don't know that tiger King is good still. Like it was, I think it was a very much in the moment type of thing. Uh, that when you look back at everything that it covers, it's actually uh, kind of like a bummer <laughs> and kind of shitty. Uh, whereas, yeah. honestly, I feel like Agent Doug of McMillions is uh, uh, <laughs> an evergreen character and. Should be up there on the 2020 pantheon of documentary characters uh, with yeah. uh, freaking homeboy from The Last Dance. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't Jerry Curl, Nick Curl. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and I think McMillions still holds the fuck up. McMillions should win. Tiger King might win. Last Dance is probably going to win. Um, Last Dance will win. Yeah. Uh, although I don't, I think of the three of the ones that we're talking about, I think McMillions is the better documentary overall. Um, it's, I, it's, it is great. And I, I can see the argument being made because myself and others did have a bit of a struggle with some of the structural aspects of the last dance. I ultimately think it did resolve itself but you can argue mcmillions almost kind of had the same thing like it, it did kind of have some 
some nonlinear aspects to it. Uh, well, I don't. I, I don't really. Me, got, I I don't necessarily that the nonlinear aspects like those those never bothered me. Um, you know, and for someone whose favorite movie is Pulp Fiction, it shouldn't bother you either. Uh, no, like you know. Uh, some people just know how to watch uh, documentaries and movies, and some people don't. <laughs> I think another problem you may be referring to is the amount of creative control that Michael Jordan had over the last dance. That's always, <laughs> which gonna, I know is, yeah, that's always going to be like a big asterisk for me. Um, but yeah. that's that's just how it was always ever going to have to be. So, you know, it's yeah. just that, it's, it's that gets upon... trumped. It's upon the viewer to kind of do some independent research themselves. Uh, sure. Yeah. That gets trumped by me by just the, the just the balls of them sitting on twenty, almost twenty five years worth of this footage, and the the end of episode eight, where it's the only time you see him emotional and. Dennis Rodman breaking down a rebound, which, by the way, Dennis Rodman, the only character to be in two of these shows, Last Dance and Tiger King, the only connection you can make between the two of them. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just on another level for me. So, yeah, it, for me, it's Last Dance. But McMillions, any other year would be there. Tiger King is just the poppy, pulpy type of thing that we're going to probably see get nominated nine billion times because there's eight billion projects coming out about it. Yeah. And we'll get tired of it by this time next year. Outstanding unstructured reality program. I'd be shocked if we've seen any of these. Amy Schumer learns how to cook. Cheer. RuPaul's Drag Race Untucked. Kevin Hart, Don't Fuck This Up. And We're Here, which I believe is another sort of uh, drag type show based on the little screen cap I have here. Mm, I'm pretty sure it's the sequel to We're Back at Dinosaur Story. <laughs> well, they went in a very different direction. Uh, from what I understand, uh, or at least from when it first came out, I remember people really, really, really got into cheer. So yeah, that wouldn't surprise me, but also, uh, <clears throat> RuPaul stuff is also like always kind of a, a hit with people. Oh yeah. We, we talked over like RuPaul's Drag Race, I think has won that competition award like two or three times now at this point. Yeah. So like. Yeah, so like that's almost like a juggernaut at this point. It's like the new Amazing Race. Mm-hmm. The Amazing uh, Outstander. Outs- Man. You may- Ooh, they got to make that happen. Do it. I'm calling Tope when this is over. Uh, <laughs> outstanding structured reality program. We'll do 55-45. You get the extra 5% because you came up with the name. Uh, Thank you. Outstanding structured reality program. A very Brady renovation, which I'm very interested in now. Uh, Antiques Roadshow, which is, I'm guessing, just the Susan Lucci of this of this <laughs> category. Like, I feel like it probably is never one, but it's just still there. Uh, Love is Blind, Queer Eye, and Shark Tank. Uh, sure, sure. Love is Blind. Remember when we were like in like high school, middle school, and they had all those shows? Like, are they all like back now? Like. Like Joe Millionaire and like Who Wants to Marry a Millionaire and like now I feel like you got all these like Love Is Blind and Ninety Day Fiance yeah. shows. There's and, uh, Love you know, Island all that. instead like, of Temptation like, like, Island. Hot Island or whatever the fuck that Netflix Love show Island. was. I'm Don't look at me right like my wife. 
Love Island. My mom just heard me say Hot Island and looked at me like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, everything's sickle. Cool. Ooh, while you're up, can you get me a drink, I'm please? Get you a fucking beer? Yeah, I'll take a beer. Water? No beer. Water? Beer. Thank you. Water. Uh, what is a very big renovation? Don't uh, need to know, honestly. Um, but yeah, oh, I know great. people People love Queer Eye. And it's got like universal approval across the board. Um, I know Same. people were very into Love is Blind when it came out. Uh, but I don't know. Like, I think the thing with that was like it was recorded a long time ago. And so any of the relationships that there are that were from that show like done. are done or whatever. So I'd, yeah. I'd go, I think the safe money's queer. eye. Yeah. Oh, this looks sweet. Actors from the popular TV show, the Brady brunt Brady bunch reunite to renovate their childhood TV home. Well, that seems nice. That got nominated for a fucking Emmy. <laughs> it's got an 8.0 on IMDb, a full two points higher than love is blind, <laughs> man. I'm, here's here's why I'm I've got a bad taste in my mouth about the show without ever having seen it. Uh, watched a there was a Brady episode of Chopped uh, where mm-hmm. they had some of the the Brady kids be they they were all the the judges they were the whole panel and it was just you know amateurs cooking and it sucked that episode sucked. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to see fucking Christopher Knight analyze food. I want to see yeah. people that know about food analyze right. food. Yeah, uh, but they were oh. all, they were still like trying to use the same vocabulary Vernacular. and terminology as as all the judges. So it's like, sh- 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 shut up, Jan. <laughs> oh, Jan, did they do that as a bit? They just shat on Jan the whole time because it's so on there. Yeah, it should have. Um, outstanding variety sketch series. Only three nominees, because I think these are literally the only three sketch shows you have on television. And now one of them is not on TV anymore. A Black Lady Sketch Show, Drunk History, and Saturday Night Live. Oh, man, I want Drunk History to win it just because they got canceled. I'd, I'd want them to win it anyway, just because, you know, I've been watching that since it's been on YouTube and Funny or Die, but... Uh, yeah. It'll get picked up somewhere else. Comedy Central... Uh, has gone off the deep end, right? Like they canceled, like they're just going like full board into animation. Yeah. And they canceled like all the live action shit. Like yeah. it's weird. Uh, I go with Drunk History too, just because I didn't know this was a strong SNL season. Uh, again, it's kind of hard to remember because it feels like the season started a hundred years ago. Yeah. Uh, I do. I think they're some of their better shows were their remote shows. Like their oh, couple really? last episodes were really, really good. Like their first two remote episodes I thought were really, really good. Last couple ones, they obviously just kind of ran out of steam. Um, but yeah, overall a down, a down year for them in my opinion. So yeah, let's give it the drunk history. And I've never seen a black lady sketch show. I've seen advertisements on vice for it all the time. And I've been meaning to uh, watch it and just, just haven't. Yeah. It's good. Uh, outstanding host for a reality or reality competition program, Top Chef, Padma and Tom, Shark Tank, All the Sharks, RuPaul's Drag Race, RuPaul, Queer Eye, All Five of the Boys, Nailed It, Nicole Byer, and Making It, Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman. Man. They're, anyway. they're, they're really good together. They're very fun 
they're very mm-hmm. very fun but uh i mean honestly yeah like it sounds like everyone's uh very good and qualified and deserves to win <laughs> yeah I, I i like all of those i like everybody involved there's not anybody there where i'm like no i wouldn't be happy with that i mean of the, i don't want to see like fucking kevin o'leary get an emmy for shark tank like just don't give him one <laughs> but the other five i'm fine with robert hershevick's a good dude uh outstanding variety talk series the usual suspects here full frontal with samantha b jimmy kevin live last week tonight with john oliver the daily show and The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Now, Daily Show, I feel like, didn't get nominated the past couple years, so that kind of snuck up there and took... Whose spot did that take? Because Fallon normally gets nominated here, right? I feel like it, We finally get rid of Fallon here? Cool. Hell yeah. (laughs) And I feel like there's probably, like, a a few-year curve for Trevor Noah to kind of, like, you know, get his, uh, his feet wet in the the role but also yeah. like you just want to look at that category like everybody but Kimmel there's is is the daily show or the daily show coaching tree it's uh it's pretty wild mm-hmm. how um you know i know i kind of like in my adolescence grew up basically with that show from middle school on and uh and it's 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 rewarding just as a viewer to know like that was all not for not, you know, like it's, it's, oh yeah, I, this is very justifying <laughs> to know I was watching the good I was, shit. Yeah. I was, well, I was listening to uh, the rewatchables today for 40 old virgin it was a new uh, episode. And they were talking about how like Steve Carell, Oh, one of uh, Simmons point was that Carell is not a common case anymore. If somebody getting that famous late in the game and, fantasy and ryan had to be like well you know like he was on the daily show for like 10 years like before this like he he was a thing and then you remember like how many people came from that show and they pointed that out yeah. uh total side note but uh the next time you listen to a rewatchables uh listen to it and just think of you as chris ryan me as bill simmons and tony as sean fantasy and then don't enjoy the rewatchables anymore no that is <laughs> that's what i heard today <laughs> yeah that is uh, 100% accurate. <laughs> I'm... Yeah. <laughs> and I, by the way, thank you for saying that I'm CR because <laughs> I know with, with the, with the exclusion yeah. of his, uh, uh, his real weird Does disdain you know? for animation. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought we're going to, I thought we're going to take, uh, take umbrage with his Pacino because your Pacino is better. <laughs> well, of course my Pacino is better. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but he does have a much if better. If we can find on a rock cast, it's true. If we can find on a rock cast from like not... 2009, I think we have a we have a case. Yeah, not Scottish accent. His Irish, his Bono accent, to be specific. Yes. Well, you don't need that anyway. Uh, last week tonight wins this category. It is the new John Stewart Daily Show here in this category, yeah. Uh, yeah. and they just refuse to to uh, excuse themselves. So. Uh, That'll that, keep rocking and rolling. All right, let's. There, one particular episode of that sh- uh, of that show uh, almost helped my mom understand exactly what defund the police meant. So uh, almost that that well, she did for the duration of that conversation and like kind of actually agreed with it, um, you know. But then uh, the rest of her friends talked to her, so you know. <laughs> You did everything you could, man. You did everything you could. I, tr- I tried. I just noticed 
IMDb does not have the writing and directing awards, so please remind me when we get to the... Um, we're in the guest star spot, so should I do the directing and writing now, or sure. should I get through the guest actors yeah, and actresses? Okay, so that way I can close up Wikipedia. Uh, writing. Outstanding writing for a limited series movie or dramatic special. Mrs. America, episode Shirley. Normal People, Episode 3, Unbelievable, Episode 1, Unorthodox, Episode 1, and Watchmen, This Extraordinary Being. I have no idea how this category was just not five different Watchmen episodes. Uh, From what I understand, because uh, Mrs. America is very good. From what I understand, people are horny for normal people. Uh, From what I understand, Unbelievable is very heavy. From what I understand, unorthodox is is good, uh, but uh, man, you want to talk about just fucking being where the puck's gonna be? Fucking Watchmen, man. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Uh, have we have we had a, a, a Watchmen conversation on blanks blank slate? We. D- we did because you had it, I believe, as yes. your eighth or ninth yeah, right. favorite show, and I had it as my number two already. Yeah. Um, and it was like immediately after having watched it, and I've since rewatched it again. Yeah. And I intend to do it again because, uh, spoiler alert, from when we're recording this, I believe this will probably be airing at some point. Uh, we're recording this on August 25th, this week or not next week. Next week on Mayor of the Movies, we'll be watching the film version of Watchmen. So I intend to watch the TV show again to wipe that taste out of my mouth <laughs> once we watch the, the movie version, which I, I like the movie version, but the TV version is just on another plane of existence. Uh, this extraordinary being, if I'm not mistaken, is the Hooded Justice episode. Uh, yes. Which was uh, a revelation of, of, of TV making. Uh, we is it the saw, best episode of the series? We went and saw the movie together, right? I believe. Yeah, we had a big group. Yeah, yeah, we had a big group because I was still working in theater at the time. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't rewatched it since then. Uh, eh, may have caught it on like HBO or something like that. Uh, I still mm-hmm. feel like it's one of the best opening sequences to a movie, or at least opening credits to a movie. Hands mm-hmm. down, that and is the best part of the movie from, by a country mile. From what I remember, the rest of the movie is just boring. It's. It is the most unfortunately. Boring. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's the most unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. But it's also unfortunately too faithful to the adaptation in that it didn't trim or cut or worry about anything. Like, there are panels of that movie that are panels of the comic, which is great, but like, it doesn't translate to a movie well. And then when well, it gets to the end of the movie, it doesn't have the fucking balls. To do what the book does, which right. is drop a giant fucking squid yeah. thing. That's what I was gonna say. Is it's it's, it's over faithful to a point, to a point where it would be interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, as I was posing uh, a, a moment ago, uh, is that the best episode of the series? Oh man, I, I remember finishing that particular episode. Uh, and calling it a masterpiece, like out loud to just the one other person in the room, saying that was an actual masterpiece. Yeah, I think it is. 
when we get to directing, I think directing directing does have three Watchmen episodes there, and I think they nailed the three best episodes. So maybe we can tackle a little bit more later there, but just be thinking about it as we come come along. Uh, Watchmen wins. Uh, next, uh, outstanding writing for a drama series. We got only four shows here, but we got seven nominees. Uh, Better Call Saul, two episodes. Bad Choice Road and Bagman. The Crown, Aberfan. Three episodes of Ozark, All In, Boss Fight, and Fire Pink. And Succession, This Is Not For Tears. Uh, I am woefully behind on all of this. Uh, Better Call Saul, uh started right when we did not get amc anymore through hulu so i'm waiting for that to hit netflix to finally watch that but i understand the fourth season was great yeah. i won't be saying Rhea seahorn's name tonight again for some reason somehow don't know why but still not i have not finished the second season of ozark to get into the third season here right some third season yeah yeah i think so yeah and uh, I know Succession you can go all day about. So I'll just turn this over to you because I think you've watched at least Ozark and Succession. Those are the two that I have watched. Uh, again, same deal mm -hmm. with Better Call Saul. I usually catch it on Netflix. Uh, I'm not a big Royals guy. So, you know, The Crown okay. just kind of misses me. Uh, but, yeah. the um, Dude, crush season two because season three is so incredibly worth it of Ozark. I didn't necessarily expect it to get nominations like this, uh, but uh, pretty cool to see it there. And yeah, man, uh, succession, succession's so good. Uh, I got Osmond texting me about it now because he's he's you know cranking that out, and there are just like so many just reference points specifically to season two that just. It, it's such a big sense recall sensory recall of just like bore on the floor. Oh shit. Uh, uh, fucking, um, Oh God. Uh, Kendall's rap. It's like, go oh, the best, the best type of cringe. Uh, uh, Greg sprinkles. Forget about it. It's just, and none of this means anything <laughs> to you, but it's no, but it's, I want it to, and it will such a fucking good, funny, dark family comedy uh slash workplace comedy um and so is, it, is it miscategorized here no it's not it's just one of those things where like honestly categories and genres mean less and less every year per to be perfectly honest um so you know it it's it is where it's meant to be and yeah, I don't know. I think I, I would go. What what episode? Uh, did you say this that is not for tears. This is not for tears. So that was the final episode of the second season. Ooh, okay, yeah. Um, it was that was it was very good. It was very good. I'll say that. It's it's near the top of my list. I gotta I gotta get to it eventually. I will. All in good time. All in good time. Oh shit! I just closed out what I was using. Son nope, of a bitch. This has been the Hold blank on. slate. Thank you very much. Uh... <laughs> oh, I'm so tempted. That'd be so funny. Um, I'll find it. Let's go to my history. History. There we go. 
Come on. Jesus Christ. God damn it. Turn in Vincent Wynn. Outstanding writing for a comedy series. The nominees are The Good Place, Whenever You're Ready, The Great, The Great, Shit's Creek, Happy Ending, Shit's Creek, Presidential Suite, What We Do in the Shadows, Collaboration, What We Do in the Shadows, Ghosts, What We Do in the Shadows, On the Run. So again, four shows nominated, three from uh, What We Do in the Shadows, two from Shit's Creek. I abstain courteously to you, Rich. So, Good Place should win this because, boy, oh, boy, did it stick the landing. Uh, mm-hmm. Love, love the fact that What We Do in the Shadows got nominated much less so much because it is. I wasn't that big a fan of the of the movie, which everyone fucking loved. The series is absolutely hysterical. Um, and, I, you know, I don't know where you would be personally on uh that series but if you do watch one episode uh i i pretty sure it's the on the run is the jackie daytona mm-hmm. episode um and it's and it's a pretty much a bottle episode please do watch it it's uh it's every great. time every time i see like the commercials for it when i'm watching something else i i, I enjoy the little teases and and previews for the episodes and just something I haven't sat down to actually do yet. So I, how how involved is is Watiti in it? Is he just like a producer, or is he actually like a writer on it? Uh, just a producer. But producer. the writing yeah. is the writing's so solid. Um, and usually towards like the season finales, uh, it definitely does tie into like the larger universe of the movie. So like Watiti does pop in uh, to the show, um, you know, for special episodes and whatnot. Uh, but all that said, um, good place is the show that should be taking this, but I don't think it will because I think a more popular show with more, not goodwill, but it's just more of a popular show. And the fact that it ended as well, I think Schitt's Creek is probably going to take this. Good, good, good. Yeah. Have you ever, have you watched Schitt's, Schitt's Creek at all? I haven't. It's all on Netflix now, right? Yeah, I believe so. Or, or it's somewhere. Or the least, all up to. I, th- I think I've seen it on there. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've loved Levy and O'Hara for as far back as I can remember, and everybody whose opinion I trust likes it. I just haven't gotten the chance to to catch it. So now it's complete. I'll should hopefully get a chance to to do it. But so I started it. And it was one of those things where it's like, I wasn't feeling it, but I'll still give it three more seasons because I'm that person. I'm that psychopath. Uh, (laughs) You are. And I just kind of bailed on it because it just wasn't, it just wasn't hitting it. Like it was a, it's a fine background show to have on while you're doing other stuff, but it wasn't hitting me the Mm -hmm. way other people were just finding it to be so daggone hilarious. So, you know, I just, I just chalked that one up to, to me just uh, being a, 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 a real jerk off. I don't know. <laughs> you, you know what I think part of my thing is I couldn't get around. I just refuse to believe that pop TV made a good show. I don't care who's involved. It's pop TV. <laughs> nah, <Well>, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and you know, I appreciate Chris Elliott, but you gotta say anything else. Like, yeah, I was saying, you gotta say anything else. 
Oh, Chris Elliott. No, no, never mind. I'm not going to say it now. <laughs> Outstanding directing for a limited series, movie, or dramatic special. Little Fires Everywhere, Find a Way. Normal People, Episode 5, Unorthodox. Uh, just in general. I guess that's a movie. Um, and then Watchmen. This, this Extraordinary Being. Watchmen, A Little Fear of Lightning. And Watchmen, It's Summer and We're Running Out of Ice. Uh, so Little Fear of Lightning is the Looking Glass episode. And watch uh, It's Summer and Running of Ice, of course, is the pilot. Those, I think, are the three defining episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only one I would say you could make a case for would be A God Walks Into a Bar. Yeah. Uh, the penultimate episode. But I think those are, like, if you're going to nominate, like, the three episodes I'm thinking of, those are the three. Uh particularly for direction as well. This one is this extraordinary being without a fucking doubt. That is one of the most impressive bits of directing I've ever seen on a medium. Forget television. It's just impeccable. Uh, I did not watch Little Fires Everywhere. My wife did. And she's mouthing, I believe, so good. No, she's whispering so good. Would you like to say something about Little Fires I mean, Everywhere? It was just so good. It was, she, she's going to say it was just so good. Okay. Every Thursday, arcadeaudio.net slash Meredith Movies, folks. They call <laughs> the best color analyst business for nothing. Here's, uh, my issue isn't even with the shows or the shows that I'm about to bring up, but mm-hmm. with the marketing of shows like Little Fires Everywhere or Big Little Lies or any show that has little or fires or lies in the titles whatsoever, uh, is that I can never, from the fucking commercials or trailers or anything, I can never tell what the fuck the show is about. All I know Mm -hmm. is there's people in suburbs and in darkly lit foyers saying real incendiary shit to each other. That's very unspecific. <laughs> and so, uh, like, I got, I got, I just, I just got nothing. You know, if anyone's going to give yeah, me, it's probably going to be Big Little Lies because that's the one that has a bearded ass Adam Scott in it. I was going to say Streep, but okay. <laughs> no, well, she doesn't come along until season two. Oh, see, I don't even know. They both have Witherspoon in it, so that fucks me up. They both that's got true. Little in it. <laughs> they both. Uh, and I think they both are based off of famous books. And I think that's the other problem is yeah. those shows are going to have an inherent audience because they are so popular. I, I like it. It's the same thing. Like if Gone Girl decided to be a Netflix series instead of a movie, like I wouldn't have watched it probably. You know what I mean? Because it just I feel like it's catered to a different audience than we are. And unless it kind of hits our zeitgeist a little bit, we're not going to cross into it. You so, know, uh, you but, know what show that you haven't uh, said yet? Manhunter, hmm. or not Manhunter? Mindhunter. Mind I always fucking, I always fucking. Man, man, there's a good reason Manhunter hasn't been. Yeah, no, I know. because that was a uh, a Hannibal Lecter movie. Well, you know, uh, Brian Cox Succession. Uh, no, Mindhunter. Sure. Mindhunter is nominated for absolutely fucking nothing again, and the only thing it was nominated for before was Cameron Britton, the when we tackled it the first time. Yeah. Mindhunter got a big old squadoosh. Yeah, that's some bullshit. And it is it is undoubtedly one of the greatest shows uh, of this year. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, and it was, again, uh, it was even better than, that we're going to be not seeing anymore. Yeah. I mean, yeah. God damn it, man. Uh, yeah, I'm almost positive. I don't think it's coming up, but, uh, yeah, I know, man. Yeah. I, I don't get it either. I don't know what the disc... I, I think it just... Netflix just focuses on other things. Well, they, and... they didn't even fucking promote it when it was coming out. So it's not shocking that they wouldn't campaign for it for a fucking Emmy. Because, uh, you know, they're all they're all just a bunch of fucking robots over there being d- 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 controlled by algorithms, man. Uh, but... I don't know. Can we at least nominate fucking Jonathan Groff spit from Hamilton? <laughs> That's also not eligible for anything. No, Oscar, I, the Emmy, spit? Tony. The, but the spit. The Can spit is not the spit? word. Come on, man. Uh, I know. Yeah, it's, 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 it's just shit like this where it's like, it's like we are getting a lot of stuff that's very cool. That's like getting nominated, like, you know, what we do in the shadows where it's just like, oh, I would have expected them to not pay that any mind, but they still got to get, you know, your fucking more popular shows that are out there like fucking big little fire liars, big, big little fire liars <laughs> uh, and fucking, you know, like all the, all the, 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 all the, you know, shows that are just more popular because they're fucking sexy yeah. or whatever. But I, don't know, man. I will say that God, my least favorite fuck part so of hard. My I know my least favorite part of my hunter is Jonathan Groff. <laughs> I will say that he is my least favorite part of the show. But like that's uh, the so thing is like that that they <laughs> they absolutely corrected for how much you were getting and like all of his personal life bullshit that no one actually fucking cared about in season two. You know they addressed the complaint. Did you see that? Uh, in uh, I think in some interview. Uh, Disney had asked them to digitally remove that spit from no. Hamilton and Lin-Manuel. It was like, absolutely not. Oh my <laughs> He's God. like, no. Also, if you have him redo it, it's just only going to be worse. That's yeah. actually him on a good night. <laughs> uh, outstanding directing for a drama series. The Crown, Aberfan, The Crowd. Uh, the Crown, sorry. Uh, something I'm not going to be able to say. Creed Kawar. Homeland, we're still on the air. Uh, no, the episode's called Prisoners of War. The Morning Show, The Interview, <laughs> Ozark, Fire Pick, Ozark, Sukasa Es Mikasa, Succession, This Is Not For Tears, and Succession, Hunting. Oh, uh, Hunting was such a good episode. Fuck. Yeah, we'll just go with that because, you know... Two crown, no. Homeland, it boggles my mind. I think this, I think it is now finally done. Yeah. I think this was its last season. Which is what I'm talking uh, the nomination up to. Yeah. I don't know anybody that's watched The Morning Show. I think my mother watched The Morning Show. Your mother has Apple TV Plus? I, oh, that's, a, that's an excellent point. My mother has not watched The Morning Show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think she just talked about how she wants to watch it and she can't figure out her Apple TV. She's sure. Got the yeah. First Apple TV. Plenty of people want um, to watch it. A lot of I, things that Apple Plus thing. has, but you know, they fucking don't cause no. So, yeah. When Sam and I got our new, uh, our new iPhones, it comes with a year of Apple TV. Oh really? And I think I've watched, I think I've watched two things on it. <laughs> I watched the Beastie Boys documentary 
and uh, we bought Scoob for Jillian. Mm. <laughs> That's the only thing. Like, I know there's all these other shows and stuff. I just haven't got around to it because none of them have gotten to the level of, like, a succession or catching up on Ozark where it would jump ahead of anything for me. Yeah. I think there is some so. worthwhile stuff on there. Um, I couldn't tell you what it is, but I, I think there is some some decent shit on there. But it's, I'll tell you what, it ain't morning show. It, yeah, it's not morning show. Outstanding directing for a comedy series. The Great, The Great, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, It's Comedy or Cabbage, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Marvelous Radio, Modern Family, Finale Part 2, Rami, who, which I want to win just based off of this episode title alone, Mia Khalifa.mov, Shits <laughs> Creek, Happy Ending, and Will and Grace, We Love Lucy. Yeah, we're going to go with Rami <laughs> just based off of that episode title. Yeah. I got nothing for um, God, there's so many just like Emmy bait, like series finale mm-hmm. or, you know, ending series is on there. It's hard. And, yeah. and then, of course, there's Maisel, which is just like feels like it's in that new modern family slot of just like, yeah, it's going to fucking win. Um, When I heard people were not happy with that last season, though, which didn't, didn't translate here, obviously, but this yeah. is the same award show. Game of Thrones best drama last year. Uh, so I, I don't know. And as you mentioned, the the good place was was put on for writing for its finale, but mm-hmm. not here for its for directing, which is odd. I'm trying to think even from what else comedy wise. I mean, we got no Barry this year. We got no Atlanta this year. Shout out. I'm actually wearing a Coconut Cruncho shirt right now. It's like <laughs> I feel like I can't wear it out in public anymore. The shirt's going to get misconstrued. It's actually be perfect for the times. People are going to be like, what the fuck's that shirt? <laughs> so I can't wear it. So I'm wearing it at home. Um, <laughs> it has a big, it has at the bottom, stop resisting on it, which is hilarious for the commercial, but I can't wear it in public. Yeah. It was bought like, it was bought like six months ago. No, it was bought, when did I buy this? It was like a Christmas present myself. I don't know. Uh, so you have, and of course, Veep is gone now. So those are like the three things that have been run in this category. So this is definitely a transitional year for this category. Um, yeah, and I, I, I don't have much of anything uh, for you. So uh, we will move on to the guest actor and actress category. Guest actress in a comedy series, Angela Bassett, a black lady sketch show. Bette Midler, the politician. Maya Rudolph, SNL. Maya Rudolph, The Good Place, Wanda Sykes, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Phoebe Waller-Bridge for Saturday Night Live. Uh, Let's talk about splitting the votes. How do you split the vote amongst yourself, Maya Rudolph? Way to go. (laughs) Well, get ready for a lot more of that, because she, uh, Mm -hmm. Maya Rudolph, going to be getting paid this upcoming election season. Yep. And hopefully for the next four years. Uh, Hopefully. And she was great. She was honestly... I think Maya Rudolph as the judge in Good Place may have been my favorite thing Maya Rudolph uh, I've, I've watched her in. Um, and uh, you mentioned, I'm just going to use this as an opportunity to talk about something else. Uh, you mentioned Wanda Sykes uh, in something else. Uh, but most recently, I've heard her uh, in... A show I believe you may have started, uh, Harley Quinn, the animated series. Oh yes, uh, I've watched the first season. I love Harley Quinn. It, um, 
I almost broke down and got like the DC <laughs> streaming thing just because I wanted to watch it so bad. And then just flipping through the channels on Hulu Live, found it was on Sci-Fi, so I was able to binge oh. all of it off of Sci-Fi. And now I know it's going to be on HBO Max. It, which are, it is on. It we, is currently on HBO Max. Season two is yeah, as well. We've we've had to figure out our HBO thing because we were using HBO Go from Sam's mom mm-hmm. and their apartment complex lost that, so we got to get on her grandmother's. We got to figure it out. When, but um, uh, you know, let me yeah. um, know when you figure that out, please. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Cause, yeah. Because it's going to be changing sometime soon because yeah, and also we have rogue 2 and and hbo max isn't on certain right. streaming platforms yet so it's a big mess but i think i found it on playstation network so i think i can make it work from there yeah uh, that's actually a good reminder for me to um, make a note of myself yeah no, she's great on that show that show is it's very rare that things live up to my own expectations mm-hmm. and that show lives up to my own expectations yeah i it is pitch perfect I would never believe Kaylee Cuoco could be somehow yeah. like a preeminent Harley Quinn. Lake Bell is arguably the best part of that show. Mm-hmm. Um, she's so goddamn good. Funchess and just all the comedians just rolling through there. Just fucking James Adomi and his fucking Bane. Yep. And Bane all these is people. Such a sniper on that show. Holy shit. And fucking Alan Tudyk is Joker. Like And Clayface. There are people in the show that oh Clayface sorry no no he's Joker well, he's, too yeah yeah no that's why I said and Clayface he does oh, fucking both I and crushes me. both yeah yeah it's it's so hard for all those roles because they have such iconic people to fill their shoes in and they all make you forget about them even fucking Diedrich Bader. He didn't know Kevin Conroy, but like no, for but, a comedic Batman, but he's also, Arnett level. Well, like, also like ba- Dietrich Bader has been doing Batman for at least like a decade now, uh, right? For one of the other Batman animated shows, and he also did like one of the movies. Dietrich Bader is a good Batman, but also playing mm-hmm. up against Chris Maloney's Commissioner Gordon is extra gold. <laughs> because we also just rewatched Wet Hot American Summer recently, and so having him. Uh, just getting that little taste again, and then and then getting him in uh, Harley Quinn has been so absolutely fucking good. And like the show's actually like not as it also like very funny, very violent, uh, very uh, adult. Um, but it also mm-hmm. it is like being well written with and like using very well a lot of it plays so much on like the, the previous relationships, and it's also building other things you know, down the line and stuff like that. And yep. uh, just with the, the whole new, new Gotham, like it's got a lot of vibes of like the video games where like it was all split up amongst all the villains and shit like that. Like it's, it's all, it's banging on a lot of different cylinders that like it brings you in with all the other bullshit. Uh, but it keeps like, at least for me, it's keeping me with like a lot of the actual like deep cuts for you. Yeah, it it checks every box for me. Giancarlo Esposito is a villain in Bro. my 934th project, um, which is also great. Uh, there was something I was going to bring up uh, Jason about Alexander, this. Wayne Knight, all the Seinfeld guys. Um, yeah, Tony Tony Hale and another yes. Tony Hale's a, a, a fantastic voice actor. Um, uh, damn, there was something I'm going to forget it now. Uh, oh no. I was, 
I was reference, but I was going to bring it back to Wanda Sykes in that she has like two or th- like one or two of like the most laugh out loud moments in that first season of that show. That God, it just it just crushes. She's she's another great one. Yeah. I've watched her as Gregoria on fucking Vampirina, my daughter's <laughs> Disney Junior show, and she's great on that. Wanda Sykes is the new Gilbert Godfrey. She can be a gargoyle. She can be yeah. a sandwich. She can be a murderous witch. She is fantastic. I've uh, also all been, things Gilbert uh, Godfrey has been before. I've also been making my way through Kirby Enthusiasm, and she's definitely like hot in the highlights for like those earlier seasons, uh, which I'm like not super enjoying. I'm just trying to make it to where JB Smoove comes in, which speaking of JB Smoove, uh, has uh, uh, fucking the plant. Audrey Eve, whatever. It's not a name, but I always call it Audrey. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, I don't ever expect it to be nominated for anything, but no, never. No, but it's it's a, a Batman animated series I needed again in my life. Yeah. Phoebe Waller Bridge win this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> gets yeah. after. Yeah. Also, she was very good in that. Episode. That was one of my favorite episodes of SNL of the season. Uh, outstanding guest actor in a comedy series. I'll say the three that are not SNL related first: Dev Patel, Modern Love; Luke Kirby, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel; Fred Willard, Modern Family. Rest in peace. A good honorary nomination for him. He was in something else. What were we watching? I was watching oh, something where Fred Willard was a. What were we watching? Where Fred Willard Space was Wars. like a Space Force. That's what it was. Okay, thank you. Uh, um, also, shit. You mentioned Fred. Sorry, I'll let you go through the rest of these. Uh, and then the other three nominees are SNL hosts: uh, Adam Driver, SNL. Well, actually, two hosts: uh, Eddie Murphy, SNL, and Brad Pitt, SNL, for f- like four minutes of work as <laughs> Dr. Anthony Fauci. Well, you know, uh, uh, boy, they, 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 that's, that's what you do when you want Brad Pitt on your award show. Mm-hmm. Um, it also just dawned on me because you said Fred Willard that a huge snub in the, I mean, there were only what three nominees in the sketch show category. So yeah, extra fucking snub to, uh, Tim Robinson's, I think you should leave. Uh, oh yeah, which is a constant source of entertainment from just the uh, 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 oh god, what's the, I can't remember the name of the actual Twitter account, but it's basically an NBA. I think you should leave account, and it is on the fucking money so often. It's so good, uh, and that that show is also so incredibly rewatchable due to like the length like no sketch overstays its welcome and you and i were very big on that we were we were doing sketch in in college uh and yeah it is a skill fucking damn it and especially for being tim robinson who you know love him or hate him like can be a little much at times and it's Mm -hmm. it's it 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 fucking just it's it nailed it it nailed it um Oh man, that pisses me off that that wasn't fucking nominated. Yeah, not a, that's not a surprise. That's the kind of show that doesn't no, get I here, know. unfortunately. But if it's a fucking sketch show and you only have three other nominees, like you're yeah. kind of obligated to, for Christ's sake. It's like 
It's like best original song at the Oscars. They don't have enough votes. They just only nominate like two things and just get on with it. Um, as great as Adam Driver is on SNL, maybe entering walk-in territory as a host on that show. This is Eddie Murphy. It was Eddie Murphy before he walked on stage that night. This is Eddie Murphy. Again, that's another example of living up to the hype and succeeding. So, yeah. So, congratulations, Eddie Murphy, for joining me. Outstanding guest actress in a drama series. Alexis Bedeal, The Handmaid's Tale. Cherry Jones, Succession. Cicely Tyson, How to Get Away with Murder. Harriet Walter, Succession. Laverne Cox, Orange is the New Black. And Felicia Rashad. This is us. Uh, I am wo- I'm not woefully behind. I am behind on this is us. It's not like a woeful thing in my house. Uh, but it's Felicia Rosad. I'm sure she's good. Um, thoughts on the two succession nominees, Rich? Hold on. I got to see who it was. Say the names again. Uh, Harriet Walter and Sh- Cherry Jones. Could be Sherry, but it's spelled Cherry. Sure. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Cherry Jones. Wait, this is guest, right? Guest actress, yes. Oh, making me search here. Harriet Walter. <laughs> okay, and then Cherry Jones. Um. Yeah. Yeah, they were both good. Um, you know, I can't speak to any of the other ones, but they were both good. And I'll, I'll be a home okay. for succession. I'll give it to Cicely Tyson just because she's like 98 years old and still working. Sure. Um, or Alexis Bidio because I think she's married to uh, Vincent Kartheiser and that's got to be difficult. Wow. Uh, just just guessing. Uh, so any guest actor in a drama series, Andrew Scott, Black Mirror, James Cromwell, Succession. Martin Short, The Morning Show, Giancarlo Esposito, The Mandalorian, Jason Bateman, The Outsider, and Ron Safis Jones, This Is Us. Uh, Ron Safis Jones always crushes it. He's one of my favorite that guy actors, especially in a supporting role, and he, especially in This Is Us, so I'm always cool for him. Giancarlo Esposito did like nothing on the yeah, mandalorian too, like too small a sample size that is, um i have yeah uh, that is since like really the mandalorian the bread pit uh concluded i have watched um all of uh clone wars and star wars rebels and so uh mm-hmm. the the dark saber or the dark blade um has come to uh mean a lot more uh, a lot more context there, and it's pretty fucking badass. Um, and honestly, dude, so if you really want to get the most out of the Mandalorian, uh, especially for what certain castings has uh, will allude to, you might yes. want to watch uh, at least Rebels, if not Clone Wars and Rebels. Um it's uh there's gonna it's there's gonna be some really fucking cool shit coming up in season two and that's just based off knowing who people got cast as as it gets closer i will after after having watched solo and prize of skywalker i'm good for a little while on the star wars front dude <laughs> so dude, little, literally these shows on it but. these shows will these these shows are the 
the best stories in Star Wars. <laughs> Straight up. Sure. I, I believe it. Like everything I've heard. Yeah. Um, stri- like they, they make you resent so many of the movies. <laughs> it's, it's frustrating, but also very rewarding. Uh, cause it turns out Dave Filoni knows how to spin stories. Oh, well maybe they should, maybe he should have a more famous name so that we can take some of these other fucks jobs. Yeah. Well, at uh, least he's getting to do it. So true. Uh, the Outsider. That was that HBO show. I wanted to watch that. Yeah. And I don't think. Did you? I it's think good. I remember yeah, I did you watch it. And it's it. good. Um, and uh, you know, knowing that uh, uh, Jason Bateman is a nominated as a guest there is a bit of a spoiler because like when they were promoting the show, it kind of made it seem like he was going to be you know the principal character. Um, yeah. And that's not what happens, but it still ends up being a very very good show with a lot of very very interesting performances um hmm. who who are some of the other ones in there again uh martin short the morning show uh-huh. andrew scott black mirror he, and james cromwell succession andrew scott may very well win this people fucking yeah. love andrew scott good to know good to know black was, mirror um, is a, a big blind spot for me black mirror is dope um uh, glad I got into it when I did before everything got actually very incredibly bleak uh, before when we thought it was. And, but no, it's like, oh, no, it's going to get worse um, to the point where Charlie Brooker is just kind of like, no, we can't make this show right now because it's everything's too fucked up. Um, but Andrew Scott was uh, Moriarty in Sherlock and he was hot priest in Fleabag. Um, and people are just very okay. much on his nuts right now. For for very good reason. He's gotcha. he's a very uh, uh, very watchable performer. Draws the eye. Gotcha. Yeah, he looks he looks like a good looking fella from where he is. Also, yet again, he is right above James Cromwell, who is like a hundred years old. So. <laughs> and he was Cromwell was fine in Succession. Uh, he's honestly better on the Young Pope, which I'm also not hearing anything for uh, the new Pope in here. And the new Pope is very good. I don't think you're going to. I, apologize, I apologize in advance. I didn't for the, the young Pope either, so what the fuck. Even though the young yeah. Pope had Diane Keaton shooting hoops as a nun. Hold on, let me go back to my list and remind me to move that up. I, every time you mention it, it gets one one further up on my list. One day, I'll be in the mood for it. Uh, outstanding Supporting Actress in a Limited Series or Movie. Nominees. Uzo Aduba. For Miss America, Mrs. America, Tony Collette for Unbelievable, Margot Martindale for Mrs. America, Gene Smart for Watchmen, Holland Taylor for Hollywood, and Tracy Ullman for Mrs. America. So you got three Mrs. America here, which are almost definitely going to split the vote, even though you do have three absolute perennial Emmy winners and nominees. Yeah. Uh, Uzo, Martindale, and Tracy Ullman. Holland Taylor, who is one of the most classic actresses and playwrights of her time, and Tony Collette, who wins everything. Mm-hmm. That said, Gene Smart better drop a big blue dick on all of them. Damn Skippy. <laughs> um, so that was an episode I totally forgot about earlier. Um, for supporting actor and actresses, they get actually notated for an episode they get uh, nominated for. Actually, I think all of them do now. Yeah, they're all notated on Wikipedia, which is interesting. Um, 
and hers is for her introduction episode. She was killed by space junk. Great title of an episode. Um, and yeah, that's that's another that episode in the through line of her talking on the payphones to Dr. Manhattan is just so goddamn good. And she's the perfect. How many? She I feel like she's got to probably have like a Baker's dozen Emmys. Let me look this up. I feel like she's done like hundreds of things that she would have gotten awards for. She, where is she at? Uh, she's won three primetime Emmy awards. Okay. So not a baker's dozen, but still impressive, nevertheless. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's uh, that's the only thing we really have to go. There's three shows there. I don't think anybody watched Hollywood. There's about to be two nominees and guest actor. There are th- three shows for guest actor as well. Uh, James Parsons for Hollywood. Dylan McDermott for Hollywood. Titus Burgess for Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Kimmy versus the Reverend. And then Louis Gossett Jr., Watchmen. Yaya Abdul-Mateen II for Watchmen. And Joven Adepo for Watchmen. Very, very shocking and very controversial. Uh, there is no Tim Blake Nelson here. I thought he was a shoe-in for, if not a nomination, the win here. Hmm. Uh because to me, he was after Regina King, like a breakout on that show of like, this guy's been working how long? And this is what this fucking guy can do? Holy shit. But he did not make the cut. But they went with uh, Jovan Adepo, who was young Will Reeves in This Extraordinary Being instead. Uh, yeah, man, I feel like uh, Tim Blake Nelson's one of those guys that's not gonna get his proper due till he's like seventy, which sucks. But you know, <laughs> that's like next year, right? <laughs> I feel like Tim Blake Nelson uh, is a very youthful forty-eight. I'm sure. <laughs> oh fuck! I gotta look this up. Hold on. <laughs> Tim Blake Nelson is drum roll, please fifty-six. Oh. Boy, um, so you know we're not that Gotta far get on off. <laughs> yeah, uh, I feel I was like pleasantly surprised. Go ahead. No, you go ahead because I'm gonna go off on a different thing. No, well, I feel like uh, you know, as much as uh, we all love Yaya right now, um, I feel like I feel like Lewis Gossett Jr. Man, like, come on, we got we got us. <laughs> That I was so happy. I thought he was going. I, I thought Tim Blake was a lock. I thought, and then I thought if the second one got in, I thought it would be Lewis Gossett. I thought Yaya would get forgotten that he was not, which I like because Doctor Manhattan is almost an impossible part to play. Yep. Um, he of course got nominated for A God Walks Into a Bar, um, which is the episode where he is both. Um, so that's impressive. Uh, Louis Gossett Jr. got nominated for See How They Fly, which was the final episode, which I agree with. That was his best episode. He has two or three lines in that episode that are on par with any line in the actual graphic novel itself, to me at least, in terms of meaning overall of the scope of the the thing. So I'm glad he got recognized for that episode specifically. Um, And he is somebody that literally, yeah, he's like 85 years old, right? Yes. So he is, he is, he's 84. Yeah. Um, and God damn it. He hasn't won anything in like fucking 40 years. <laughs> it's been a long drought since officer and a gentleman. 
Give him another award. Uh, oh, he already has an Emmy as well for Roots. So, yeah, give him give him another one. He's so goddamn good in that show. Fuck. Uh, I don't know there was an, a Kimmy Schmidt limited series and movie, so that's news mm-hmm. to me. And, uh, yeah, Hollywood. Huh? Hollywood. Man, did, I love that there's... Can we go back and nominate uh, John Hamm for his guest role on the season one of Kimmy Schmidt? Because <laughs> I think in the finale is the big courtroom scene. And I don't know that there was a funnier performance that year than what he gave in that episode. He, I feel like I talk about this a billion times, but it's so frustrating that one of the funniest people is, yeah, is, is, is stuck trying to have a, a dramatic slash stars career when he should be, better well it's just he's so fucking funny man he is wasn't there something he just signed up for that was going to be comedic on tv i'm looking it up hold on i feel like he signed up for something that i was like i was or maybe it's just like a rumor that i was like okay that's more like it and i can't find it it's frustrating that he's going back to tv if that's the case because like i don't understand how he's not a fucking movie star He's going to be in Top Gun. He's going to be a, 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 a main part in Top Gun, which looks, which makes sense and looks about right. Yeah. Uh, I just go to when I get down, I just look up uh, like certain blooper, like famous bloopers. We were still time, and I was watching the Bridesmaids one the other day, and like, you're talented when you steal like a blooper reel. Yeah. <laughs> he does <laughs> that whole. You're a big asshole. So do you. <laughs> it's just the best comeback. Ever. He's the fucking best. Yeah. You know what? Let's just nominate him. I'm sure the best actor drama nominees are going to suck. He only got one of those. Give him another one. Uh, the point I was going to make was I'm really glad that Watchmen is uh, winning three to two over Hollywood in that category after that, after Watchmen took a big steaming dump on all those Ryan Murphy shows <laughs> on, on the show. So that, that's kind of a pretty uh, Speaking of uh, Ryan Murphy, did I mentioned to you that i i started and finished uh, assassination of gianni versace you told me you'd started you didn't tell me you finished it yeah i did um yeah man good show yeah da- darren chris won all the awards and i still feel like was underappreciated for that also the dad on that show i am very sad is not in everything now uh that guy was also fucking fantastic and i it's everybody. I don't know why I'm singling out two people. Everybody that was not Ricky Martin was great on that show. <laughs> uh, outstanding supporting actress in a drama series. We've got eight nominees in these categories now, so bear with us. Why? I don't know. Uh, Helena Bottom Carter, The Crown, Laura Dern, Big Little Lies, Winner. Julia Garner, Ozark, Ooh. Thandie Newton, Westworld, yeah. Fiona Shaw, Killing Eve. Sarah Snook, Succession. Winner. Meryl Streep, Big Little Lies. Samira Wiley, The Handmaid's Tale. I mean, like, look, you know I'm in the bag for anything Laura Dern does, because Laura Dern is is the shit. She's great. Uh, She's, you know, she should fucking have the goddamn Infinity Gauntlet. She could do anything. It doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) 
I want to see that that cut of Endgame so fucking bad. Truly. Um, but then, you know, you got uh, Julia Garner. Um, who Won this last year, I believe, and is so goddamn good. She's so... And, and, and is, is even more uh, impressive in season three. Um, and then Sarah Snook. Holy shit. Uh, again, succession, succession. So I'm in the bag, but like all the things that she like mentally has to do, like that character mentally has to do, uh, is, is pretty fucking wicked. And, um, yeah, any of those three, again, I don't watch, uh, uh, big little, uh, the big green fires everywhere. It's a soccer movie, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're getting, re- we're getting uh, ready to tell you about what Patrick Wren is nominated for. It's great. <laughs> uh, but you know, um, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of talent there. And then of course, um, you know, it's good to see Helen Bottom Carter uh, doing her thing as well. Yeah. But I'm still never going to watch you know, the crown. I, no, I had to be a dick and was like, man, why does, uh, why does Meryl Streep not have an EGOT? And then I was like, oh, because she ain't probably got a fucking Grammy. She has been nominated for four Grammys. <laughs> so let me just real quick <laughs> go through this. So this is an amazing fact. Hold so, on, I'm not done. Meryl what, Streep. What the fuck? Does she have, like, spoken word albums? Does she have a comedy album? Yeah, basically. Uh, children's albums. So she's been nominated for 407 fucking awards. I haven't done anything 407 times in my life. And she's won 149 of them. That's like, she's like, at, she's batting 300. She's like Luis Castillo. <laughs> insane. Do you think there's got to be some batting, Meryl Streep awards on she's eBay? She's batting 366. Right? That's, That's that, that wins the batting title. Oh, man. I wonder if I did her in my, uh, my little fucking pet project that I had a few months ago. Hold on. Let me try and pull this up. Jesus. So, so she's won three Academy Awards. What do you fucking do? Uh, she, uh, for Emmys, she does already have uh, three primetime Emmy Awards. So I was like, oh, maybe this is what she needs. Uh, she won in 1978 for the limited uh, series or TV movie Holocaust, which I don't know why they gave out awards. That was just a given. She also won for Angels in America, and she was a narr- narrator for Five Came Back a couple years ago. For Grammys, she's been nominated for four Grammys, twice for uh, Best Album for Children, The Velveteen Rabbit, and The Tale of Peter Rabbit, Best Spoken Word word Album for Children, The One and Only Shrek in 2008, and Best Compilation Soundtrack for Visual Media, Mamma Mia. Hold on. And then... Did you say The yeah. One and Only Shrek or Shrek? That's what I said. Shrek. So I don't... I'm just guessing. I, I just refuse to believe there's multiple Shrek properties out there. But I think Meryl Streep read a, a spoken word about word about Shrek. So she's <laughs> and I'm gonna go to Amazon. Ex- she's exclusively doing these to get not to, get it. She's egot chasing, dude. But fucking check this out. She's only been nominated for one Tony forty years ago. 1976, best featured actress in a play. She just doesn't do plays well, anymore. Yeah, I was gonna say that's what's I gonna mean, stop her. Yeah. Um. Oh my god. 
lazy you, bitch. He needs, think, to, <laughs> he needs to start doing Broadway again. Do you think she like keeps all of those awards or does she have like storage or does she just, I want to go on eBay and see if there's oh, get, a Meryl, uh, an award yes. of Meryl Streep's that is to be had. Yes. Oh, thanks. Aunt, Aunt Meryl. Uh, what the <laughs> iron lady Academy award. It's what I always wanted. Meryl Streep Award. Yeah. Um, hmm. There's the AFI Lifetime Achievement Award 2004 limited edition DVD set. No, that's not it. Uh, a bunch of copies of the Iron Lady. Uh, <laughs> what, are you, what are you looking up? <laughs> I'm looking to see if, if there's a Meryl Streep Award that's just on eBay. And it, oh. doesn't look like it. it looks like there's just a bunch of DVDs. I'm looking up the Shrek thing while you're looking that up real quick. Uh, the one and only Shrek plus five other stories on Amazon. Just show me a picture. It's the only thing I need. Yeah, I guess Shrek. Oh, yeah, because Shrek was a thing before Shrek was a movie, right? It was based off of. What? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was a, it was a William Stieg, uh, like, short story. Really? And Meryl Streep and Stanley Tucci read them. Yeah, of course. I guess. Of course Stanley Tucci read this as well. Damn, it looks like Shrek. So, man, you learn something new every day. There you go. Uh, congratulations to Sarah Snook. Uh, speaking uh, of her, but speaking of Meryl Streep, oh, what the fuck happened to this page now? Meryl Streep's batting average. Uh, so you remember that actor mm-hmm. batting average thing that I was doing a few months back? Yes, I do. Uh, let me pull up. Uh, this, this will be me debuting this project which i kind of haven't picked up in a while and all right move on to the next thing because this is uh acting up no problem outstanding supporting actor in a comedy series mahershala ali in rami alan arkin in the kaminsky method andre brower brooklyn 99 sterling k brown the marvelous mrs mazel William Jackson Harper, The Good Place. Dan Levy, Shits Creek. Tony Shaloub, God damn it, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And <laughs> Keenan Thompson, SNL. Shaloub. All right, now I gotta look up Tony Shaloub. I feel like Tony Shaloub is probably like fucking Mickey Mantle over here. Yeah. Uh, that should always be Andre Brower. It will be Dan Levy. Yeah, I think it will be Dan Levy this time as well. Uh, Brower had his particularly great season mm-hmm. on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's the only thing that ever gets recognized on that show, which is a travesty. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked at the name recognition of Mahershala Ali as well. Apparently, he's very, very good on that show. Yeah. Um, and Sterling K. Brown wins uh, everything. So, And I didn't know he was on The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Where the fuck does this guy have time to do The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel to? Come on. All right. So I got Meryl Streep's uh, uh, batting record here. Um, So basically I take all of an actor's uh, movies that they've done uh, and count each of those as an at-bat. I count an out as a Rotten Tomatoes of 59% or lower. I count a walk as 60 to 68%. A base hit is 69 to 83%. A double as 84 to 90%. Triples is 91 to 93%. Home runs is 94 to 100%. So Meryl Streep's straight up batting average. 
uh, is uh, 561. So she's batting over 500. You watching a, a Meryl Streep movie, it's going to, at minimum, be fine. It'll get on, it'll, it'll get a base knock. Uh, on base percentage, including walks, is uh, 59.68. Uh, so, you know, okay. just slightly better. Uh, and Meryl Streep has a slugging percentage of 1,000. Jesus. Yeah. She's got. We need a... Where's the Mitchell report on Meryl Streep? Well, here's the thing, man. Three home runs, uh, Manhattan, Defending Your Life, and Little Women. Four triples, Deer Hunter, Deer Hunter, oh. or Cry in the Dark, Adaptation, and Fantastic Mr. Fox. Uh, and then, wow, those are not what I would expect any of those to be at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she has 20 outs, 17 base hits. That's the most she has in anything. So that's 69% to 83%, you know, which is larger, but yeah. And it's, you know, mostly yeah. everything you would expect to be in there. Sure. <sighs> Don't fuck with her. Outstanding lead actress in a limited series or movie. Kate Blanchett, Mrs. America. Shira Haas, Unorthodox, Regina King, Watchmen, Octavia Spencer, Self-Made, Carrie Washington, Little Fires Everywhere. Outstanding lead actor in a limited series or movie. I'm not even talking about that one. Uh, <laughs> that one's, that is, that is maybe the biggest gimme of the night, right? For, it's, well, Regina here's King. the thing. It should be. It 100% should be. But, how many chances do you have? To give Kate Blanchett an Emmy. You know? I'm just saying. Like, it might be I... one of those type of things. But if it is actually a meritocracy, yeah, it's Regina King. Yeah. She's an absolute revelation. She's a, 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 yeah. on a different tier and level. Uh, the fact that half Kate of her Blanchett... lines are just, what the fuck? And they're so different each time. <laughs> This is beautiful. Uh, Kate Blanchett's what happens if this is the Golden Globes. Um, but sure. also, that said, um, yeah, yeah, man, Regina King's great. And it's also just fun to think about the, uh, her performance in that. And then also in context of the fact that she uh, was the voice of, I believe, Riley on the Boondocks. And it's just like, oh, what a what a fun <laughs> career. She's had a, She's had a great one. Uh, by the way, Tony Shalhoub was nominated for eleven Primetime Emmy Awards. Oh uh, so put that, yeah, put that in your pipe and fucking smoke it. Outstanding uh, lead actor in a limited series or movie: Jeremy Irons, Watchmen; Hugh Jackman, Bad Education; Paul Mescal, Normal People; Jeremy Pope, Hollywood; Mark Ruffalo. I know this much is true. Um, so a couple different things here. Uh, none of them I have watched. I liked what I saw uh, trailer-wise and preview-wise on Bad Education, but just missed it. Um, same thing for I Know This Much Is True. I kept getting the, I Know This Much Is True mixed up with The Outsider for some reason. I have no idea why. I know they're totally different, <laughs> but I feel like they came around at the same time or just they kind of crossed me and I just missed them. Uh I'm surprised Jeremy Irons is lead actor. I mean, I guess it makes sense in that he's the only one that's like in every episode, but he's only in every episode. Like besides the final two, like not even five minutes. Uh, I mean, I love him. He's it's the perfect baddie performance that you'd want 
there. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know if I can. He's one thing I don't know if I could support is like, I don't know any of these other guys' bodies of work to know if he is the most deserving of the five. Um, especially based on the capacity that he's being nominated for. So, um, you got nothing for any of those, right? No. Um, I mean, I, I have heard, uh, a lot that Jackman does give a, an award worthy performance in bad education. And again, it's on HBO. So like, it's always there to go watch, but yeah, just haven't. Outstanding lead actress in a drama series, Jennifer Aniston, The Morning Show, Olivia Coleman, The Crown, Jodie Comer, Killing Eve, Sandra Oh, Killing Eve, Laura Linney, Ozark, Zendaya, Euphoria. You got anything for this? Not really. I am very upset that there is no, uh, there is no Rhea Seahorn. For that sure. or supporting actress. Sure. Oh motherfucker, I missed two I missed two supporting categories earlier. I'll have to go back to those. Okay. I accidentally scrolled up and um, I got too excited about supporting actor and comedy. So um, I mean I love I love Laura Linney in previous seasons of Ozark, and from what I've heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ozark almost kind of becomes her show. She steals the show in season she three. She straight up wrangles the show. Yeah. From from everybody. And and it's yeah. it's nothing short of incredible she should win this uh i could see olivia coleman winning this just because she gives a great acceptance speech uh i think zendaya might win this really yeah i just from I've the way heard people talk nothing about, about show. that show i've heard a lot about that show more than i care to really? know about the show and just the way that, that people talk about her in that show it wouldn't shock me if she wins this at all interesting um, let me cut back to the two that I missed. Supporting actor in a drama series, and missing Rhea Seahorn made me think of this because I realized I did say Giancarlo Esposito's name again. Giancarlo Esposito as Gus Fring on Better Call Saul. No Jonathan Banks here as well, hmm. which is surprising because, again, people, I haven't seen the most recent season, but people said it was maybe his best season. Hmm. Uh, Nicholas Braun, Succession. Billy Crudup, The Morning Show. Cousin here. Greg, baby! Uh, d- don't worry, there's more coming. Kieran Culkin, Succession. Mark Duplass, The Morning Show. Hmm. Matthew McFadden, or McFadden. McFadden. Succession. Bradley Whitford, The Handmaid's Tale, and Jeffrey Wright, Westworld. I like all those people, Billy Crudup, so I'm good, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty ironic him being nominated a uh, year that Watchmen is uh, nominated a bunch. Um, yeah, boy, that's tough. Uh, cousin Greg is a char- like, if there's a character from TV that I would like go to the fucking mat for, uh, cousin Greg might be it because what a, what a brilliant dummy he plays. <laughs> so good. Uh, and, oh God, they're all so good. Kieran Culkin is definitely much more of like a comedic performance. Um, Mm-hmm. And then Matthew McFadden is also just like so funny and dark and vulnerable, but also just trying to be like on the same level of conniving as the rest of that family. And just he just isn't that. But he, oh God, he's so fucking good. They're all so fucking good. Uh, it's going to be Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> 
Who else was very good? Or Bradley Whitford. Like they're always good, but they're exactly. always there. Yeah. They they literally put projects around those two just so those two can get awards. Exactly. There's no artistic value in Westworld and the Handmaid's Tale. It's just for them to win awards. Right. We see through it all. Wait, so uh, Bradley Whitford. Supporting I didn't know. I didn't know Bradley Whitford was on the Handmaid's Tale because that's because I'm doing a West Wing rewatch right now, and Elizabeth Moss mm-hmm. plays the president's daughter and daughter. Yep. Yeah. So that's just that's that's a fun little. That's fun. I love when those thing. happen. Yeah. Yeah. Those are those are fun little comebacks. Uh, outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series: Alex Borstein, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Darcy Carden, The Good Place, oh. Betty Gilpin, Glow, oh. Marin Hinkle, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Kate McKinnon, SNL, Annie Murphy, Shit's Creek, Yvonne Orji, Insecure, Cecily Strong, SNL. Man, so uh, oh god damn it! There hasn't been enough Insecure. It's at this point where it's like. I just wish that they would just shut out certain shows so I don't remember that they happened and I don't get pissed yeah. that they weren't nominated for more. Like Insecure for other things. Yeah. should be nominated for so much more. It's an incredibly well-shot comedy as well as a well-written comedy. Uh, the fact that it's in season four, I want to say, and it's like really just hitting its its true stride is, is nothing short of like just very well done. Uh, and... You also mentioned another. Oh, Darcy Carden uh, is 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 so uh, good. She's also on Barry, and she's also like an improviser. Yep. So it's just like you got to root for those people because we don't we don't get make it. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> uh, God. come on, the kid is there. Cecily Strong's there. Come on, man. But yeah, but like you um, know, they're not going to was... get anything after SNL. No, uh, Glow was another one it that. Glow's the uh, other one. God I, damn it! I feel, I feel that's a fair snub because season three I was not a big fan of. Uh, I do think it had its moments, of course, but uh, Betty Gilpin is always the standout on that show, so I'm glad she gets nominated at least for something. Mm. But um, but I I, th- I thought that was a fair snub this year. Uh, but I'm hopeful for the fourth and final season whenever we get it, when everything gets back to fucking normal. Uh, wrestling's a, wrestling's a uh, is uh, a required service, so that show should be in production, right? It's essential. It's essential. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, back to the lead actor categories. Outstanding lead actor in a drama series: Jason Bateman, Ozark; Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us; Steve Carell, The Morning Show; Billy Porter, Pose. Brian Cox, Succession. Jeremy Strong, Succession. What do you What do you want from me here? <laughs> I want to know which one of the two deserves it. Ah, oh, man, this season they both they, they, uh, like. All right, so the first season of Succession. This isn't so much a spoiler because it happens in like the first episode. It happens in the trailer. Brian Cox's character like has a stroke or whatever. So like. For the majority of the season, it's it's Brian Cox with, like, the regulator on. Like, he can go, you know, maybe up to, like, 75 on the highway. But, you know, not not really much more beyond that. Season two, that regulator is stripped off. We're on the fucking Autobahn. And Brian Cox is at, like, 135. Uh, and it's it's great. Hashtag bore on the floor. Uh <laughs> Whereas Jeremy Strong kind of like flips it. He's uh, 
you know, very like sure of himself and confident in the first season. And then at the end of that season, some shit goes down and he's like full on tail between his legs in the second season, but like has moments. Um, I, between the two, I'd go Brian Cox, uh, because I'm giving Brian Cox the uh, McDonald's voiceover commercial edge. Uh, also, uh, Jeremy Strong also has not paid penance for. Do you know what his first movie was? What? He was uh, the private in The Happening. He's the guy that goes, cheese and crackers. <laughs> then that's even so more he harrowing. Paid- no, no, that's even more uh, like overcoming <laughs> of the odds. Are you kidding me? Uh, no, I'd rather give it to the guy that's been doing it for like 50 years. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. But that, that's, that's, yeah. that's, talk about a, 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 a turnaround tale. It's a good story. I agree. Um, uh, I don't know why also, we're talking about this. It's going to, it's going to be Billy Porter. Yes. Yeah. That's what I was getting at. Who is one of, so we're talking EGOTs. He's, he's an Oscar away from an EGOT. So uh, watch out for that. Oh, no, Billy Porter. Oh. Yeah, because he won. Uh, he won this last year, and he was the guy behind Kinky Boots. So he's already got a Grammy Tony from that. I don't like the Grammy Tony connection. Like it's way too easy to get halfway to an EGOT. Like this bothers me. Sure. I don't know. Sure. You know. Um, so what? What? What would you propose that replaces it? Like a, a Pulitzer, a uh, Blockbuster Award. Uh, yeah, it's very like the Blockbuster Entertainment Awards. That way, Bruce Willis has a chance. <laughs> uh, that's what I was gonna say. A Pulitzer would be good because that way you get like Kendrick Lamar in there. <laughs> you get a bunch of uh, fun people involved. Uh, yeah, it'll be Billy Porter or probably Jason Bateman or Sterling K. Brown. Although this is us doesn't win anything anymore. He just is the the one that gets still nominated. Uh, outstanding lead actress in a comedy series, Christina Applegate, Dead to Me, Rachel Brosnahan, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Linda Cardellini, Dead to Me, Catherine O'Hara, Schitt's Creek, Issa Rae, Insecure, yeah. Tracy Ellis Ross, Blackish. Oh, man. So, those some, last so three some, I'd say. So good. But there's some snubs there, right? So, you got no Kristen Bell there. You got no. Uh, um, was the other one I was that been nominated several times, or, or no, uh, Alison Brie, who never gets nominated for this. Uh, and that's where Dead to Me kind of slides in that spot. But, uh, did Brosnahan win this last year? Brosnahan. I just want to know. Probably. Yeah, she did. So, there's that. I have you watched Dead to Me at all? No. How dare you? Sorry. How dare you ask me that? It's supposed to be good, right? Sure. I like both ladies, you know? And just... Yeah. <laughs> uh, very happy that Issa Rae got a nomination um, for not only, like, being, you know, a, a producer and creator of the show, and uh, but, but really had to do a lot of um, heavy lifting. Again, uh, this is, you know, another show that's just like, it's it's sort of genreless because of the length. It's going to be a comedy, but you know. Um, and then who are the, who are the other two of the last three? Uh, Catherine, Catherine O'Hara, O'Hara and Tracy Ellis Ross. Yeah, 
I think if anyone's going to give Brosnahan a, a run for her money, it's going to be Catherine O'Hara again because it's the last season and lifetime and, achievement, last season. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, she's she's a legend, and she's also she's also great on that show. Like for a show that I, I didn't really yeah. like connect with, she was always uh, very good on that. Very good. Outstanding lead actor in a comedy series, Anthony Anderson, Blackish. Don Cheadle, Black Monday. How many fucking Showtime shows does Don Cheadle get? Is he on every Showtime show that nobody watches that gets nominated for shit? Hey, man, if the the checks keep Sorry. clearing, might as fucking well. Good Lord. Ted House Danson's of, a good place. House of Big Little Lies was a great show. <laughs> Ted Danson, the good place. Michael Douglas, Kaminsky Method, Eugene Levy, Shit's Creek. Rami Youssef, Rami. I mean, really got an old guard and a middle guard yeah. and Rami Youssef here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as much as I would love for it to be Ted Danson, it's uh, it'll either be like a new youth statement in uh, Rami Youssef, or it'll just be a fucking pick to make everyone go like, "What the fuck? Why is the Kaminsky method still a thing? When I feel like that's been a show on for, for forty years on Netflix, and Netflix isn't." Older than ten, uh, yes. Yeah, so did they just did they just make Grace and Frankie dudes and rename it the Kaminsky Method? <laughs> is that just, all they did? They're just doing both at the same time, is what they're doing. How fucking dare they? They dare. How dare they? They dare. Uh, so did okay. I was gonna say it took until 1990 for Ted Danson to win Best Actor in a Comedy for. Oh no, wait, it's still the Golden Globes. Oh no, he did win it the same year for for Emmys. Okay. I was going to say, like, Ted Danson had to have won this for Cheers, right? <laughs> and he did. He won it, I think, only once. Out of 11 years. He won it, he won it twice. He twice. won it He won it the final year. He won it in 93, and he won it in 90. In 11 years, he won it twice. Just goes to show you, he's awful. <laughs> Ted Danson, flat-out garbage. Yeah. Overrated hack. Nothing for Becker. Uh-uh. Nothing. God, my grandmother loved Becker. Oh, Becker. Nothing for Becker. Nothing for damages. What was that weird show he was on with, like, Jason Schwartzman? Or is that oh, him? Yes, that was him. That was. He was actually incredibly funny on that yep. show, Bored to Death. Uh, a show Bored that I didn't death. really care about because I, I just don't fucking get Jason Schwartzman. Uh, but Galifianakis and Ted Danson on that show were very funny. Um, Ted Danson was on a CSI? CSI yeah. Cyber? Yeah. What the fuck is this? CSI Cyber what the fuck also was had C Bow Wow, I believe. What? Oh, time the fuck out. And I believe um, Patricia Arquette. Patricia Arquette and yeah. James Vanderbeek and oh. Peter McNichol. I didn't know about those last two. Uh, but yeah, and this I, is the it's only lasted thirty one episodes, but the other horse shit lasts like eighty years. Patricia uh, Arquette was on that after, uh, well, like dirt, like she was that show was just getting ramped up, right as she won the Oscar for Boyhood. This came out in two thousand and fifteen. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm, I cannot. I'm shocked like, that I hope it's coming off. Uh, how shocked I am at this! <laughs> it, it really is. I'm I'm shocked that this missed you. I mean, I wouldn't say it missed me, but well, holy I mean, shit. The the knowledge of it existing missed you. That's great. Oh, this has all been worth it. 
<laughs> I am also now disappointed that at uh, no point, spoiler alert, at no point in Nick's, Nick and I's uh, Tokyo Drift discussion on Quarter Mile All the Time did CSI Cyber come up when talking about Bow Wow. I'm very upset that we <laughs> did not do that. We literally talk Run about back. everything else but the movie and then but that. <laughs> that's exactly I, that sounds about right to me yeah um outstanding limited series little fires everywhere mrs america unbelievable unorthodox and Watchmen. this will be all all the limited series stuff is going on early <laughs> they're just gonna get Watchmen's wins out of the way and move right along because it's the biggest no-brainer it's the most nominated thing it got nominated for a total of 11 awards if, the highest of any show or anything if Watchmen doesn't win here then whoever votes for the emmys also was not paying attention to the year of 2020 yes agreed uh fucking greed um outstanding comedy series curb your enthusiasm dead to me the good place insecure the kaminsky method the marvelous mrs mazel schitt's creek and what we do in the shadows. Do we need to watch the Kaminsky method? <laughs> no, we don't. Do we though? <laughs> no. But do we though? It's there for the pedigree. It's Who's there. Pedigree? The the pe- the dog food pedigree? The dog food. Yes. Rich, episode uh, chapter 12 was called A Libido Sits in the Fridge. We don't need to watch the Kaminsky method, man. Hey, it's I a guess... Chuck Lorre show. I don't need to watch it. Well, you know, he did write and perform the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle theme song. So there's that. He's got it. Close, but you're still not there. <laughs> what? Keep, keep. You almost got me. You almost got me. <laughs> um, uh, oh, it, it, so yeah, happy. One more season of it coming up, too. So happy that. Uh, Insecure is nominated. Uh, this is truly maybe the best season that they've had so far. Uh, and it's one of my favorite shows. Uh, and I, I get excited every time that it's coming back. Uh, what we do in the shadows, uh, again, love it so much. Uh, and it just feels like a show that wouldn't be on their radar. And it's, it's great to see that it is. Um, but I doubt it'll win. Um, yeah, well. It should, it should this just should be the good place, because Michael Shore is, uh, maybe one of the best comedic showrunners that there are in the last decade. Um, he's he just fucking gets it, man. And the show, the show, did s- such incredible things from having like the dumbest puns in the background everywhere you looked to. W- wrestling with such large fucking philosophical concepts without even like making you think too hard about it. And then it was also just a nice show. Like God fucking forbid. (laughs) Something just positive and sweet and nice. Um, want to point out, cause you were talking about what we do in the shadows. It kind of is holding down the, I, I feel like, uh, Insecure and Curb are are taking the Barry HBO comedy spot. Yeah. And what we do yeah. in the shadows is taking the Atlanta, Atlanta. FX I see that. slot. Yeah. And also 
uh, this is the last season for Baskets as well, which got shut out, which is probably mm-hmm. appropriate at this point because you can't nominate Louis Anderson again. Uh, but yeah, so those are I think those are placeholders there, and you got and Shits Creek that annual Pop TV spot as well. Of course. Uh, one more dig on the on the Pop TV, and finally, outstanding drama series: Better Call Saul, Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, Killing Eve, The Mandalorian, Ozark. Stranger Things, first time we've said that tonight, and Succession. You know what, man? So, uh, towards like the beginning of Core, fucking Charlie decided to actually like watch Stranger Things because she just hadn't watched watched it. So she was watching all of it, and I like specifically requested to save season three for me to watch it with. Dude, season three is fucking good, man. Season three is so much. Season three is very good. Uh, I love season three. It's very close to season one for me, uh, and a great pickup from season two. It's it's really good. It's the perfect time in the eighties. The right combination of people are together. Yeah. You don't meet any dumbass characters, any side plots. Things are redeemed. It makes sense. Good bullshit. I know people about uh, people complained about you know getting into fucking Cold War shit and uh, you know some of that, but whatever. It was fun. It was yeah. fun. You got some star making performances. Uma Thurman's kid is legit. Like uh, all uh, good fun. Brett all Gelman, uh just absolutely crushed yeah. with the uh, the Russian guy. Um, yeah, Alexi. Oh, rest in peace, Alexi. Oh, big up, man. Fuck. No, yeah. I'm pissed. I'm glad off I was here. And, uh, <laughs> David Harbour didn't normally gets nominated here and didn't yeah. get nominated for best supporting he is actor. So good on that um, Brett Gilman should have gotten a good like guest or you know nomination or something. Yeah. Like that. Fuck. Absolutely. Uh, fucking what's his name? Fucking Steve. Fucking mm-hmm. Joe Keery is yeah. fucking so great in that show. Uh, so yeah. So I'm glad I got nominated. I mean. I think it's more deserving than The Mandalorian. I really like The Mandalorian. I thought it was good. Oh, yeah. I don't think The Mandalorian is a best drama show. No. I don't. No. Um, uh, I don't consider The Mandalorian... I don't know what I consider The Mandalorian, but... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know what else it would get nominated for, to be perfectly honest. Like, I don't know that they have, like... At least on the primetime show, like, on the main categories, I don't know that they have, like, score and shit like that, really. I mean, I'm sure they have it, but just it got nominated for a lot of technical awards. Yeah, well, that makes sense. That's that, that it should sweep that shit because they should have used video game technology yeah. as their background. It, like seriously, watch the fucking Disney Plus gallery uh, documentaries uh, on that, and mm-hmm. the one episode where they talk about the fucking big screen that they shoot on. It's it's nothing. It's fucking mind blowing. Like when you see like. That's what they've been shooting on the whole time. I thought they were on fucking location. No, yeah, no. John Favreau's just a fucking genius, is all. Don't worry about it. Um, so fucking good. Yeah, so that that all completely tracks. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I guess it's fine to get the nomination because uh, it still is a, a well-told story and a good show. Um, uh, yeah, you know I think I'm... this is Succession's award to lose. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I fucking should be. Um, you know what show that I'm glad didn't get nominated? Uh, have you heard what? of a show called Zero 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 on Amazon Prime? 
I have not, no. Uh, it's, it is an interesting show, and it's a well-orchestrated show put together. Um, it's just so unenjoyable to watch. It's basically about, like, uh, the drug trade between uh, Italy, Mexico, and Louisiana. Um, and it's just fucking brutal and not in like it's just it's just a fucking it 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 it's not a drag it drags you along with it you you you'll pass you'll watch the whole thing just to see uh, who fucking lives and dies at the end um Mm -hmm. and there are definitely like some good performances in there but it's just like Man, and and you know people fucking loved it and shit like that like you know critics and shit like that loved it and she's like sure i fucking stabbed me in the eye this is a torture <laughs> never heard of it i see gabriel byrne dane to hand like mm-hmm. it's got people in yeah. it never yeah i'm, I'm shocked it didn't get I, like a performance award i know i a show i would never expect to be nominated that's coming back that i'm hopeful for because all the early season two reviews are great as the boys um which if you've not watched is is dope I haven't, um, and I wasn't interested in season one. Then I saw a trailer for season two, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, okay, this does this seems fun." Um, it's it's very fun. Something uh, uh, that we started hadn't gotten past episode one, but just because of fucking scheduling and other shit that we're watching or whatever. But uh, watch the first episode of Doom Patrol, uh, which is now on its second mm. season. That's a real fun show too. Um, I imagine it's probably pretty in a similar vein to like a cross between like the boys and Umbrella Academy, but it's really yeah. good. Also, I was going to watch Alan the Hunters Tudyk. too. The what? Hunters that uh, the other Amazon like Al Pacino. Oh like, yeah, and then I saw the first show. episode was two hours long, and I said, "I got, I can't do, I don't have it in me to do this." <laughs> Also, the only reason I want to watch it because Al Pacino and Saul Rubinek are on that show together. I'm like, how the fuck is there any scenery <laughs> around them? Like, how can those two be on a show together at the same time when you stab them in the heart? Um, it's just, it's, it's got to be the best thing of all time. Uh, so I missed, so I know we're going long, uh, but there are a, a plethora of other nominees through the Creative Arts Emmys. That's where a lot of these other ones got hidden. So I'm going to rapid fire a couple of these real quick. That we missed. Uh, outstanding TV movie. Pretty much everything we've mentioned earlier. Bad Education, uh, American Son, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Also joined by Dolly Parton's Heartstrings, These Old Bones, and El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. That came oh. out like a year ago. <laughs> and it didn't get nominated for any acting awards or anything. No Jesse Plemons, no Aaron Paul. And I feel like that's correct. They're yeah. both good, but that's all that was. was it was good. Yeah. It, it was a letdown. Uh, outstanding hosted nonfiction series or special comedians in cars getting coffee. Leah Remini, Scientology in the aftermath. I just love that's nominated and she doesn't want to win. So she doesn't get sniped on stage. Ugly delicious vice and the world according to Jeff Goldblum, which I'm very happy to see nominated. Cause that's just a fun little treat. If you didn't check that out. Uh, outstanding documentary or nonfiction special, the Apollo beastie boy story, becoming the great hack and Laurel Canyon, a place in time. Only saw Beastie Boys story. Another underwhelming thing for me personally. I was expecting a little more, but ultimately fine. Good. 
uh, Outstanding Animated Program, which we normally tackle, Big Mouth, Bob's Burgers, Bojack Horseman, Rick and Morty, and The Simpsons. Okay. I think those five strong nominations. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts there? Um, it's Bojack's last season, so that may play a factor. Uh, man, I think there should just be like another character, or another, another character, another category for like non-serialized animated shows like Bob's Burgers and The Simpsons mm-hmm. should just be in their own fucking category and then have shows like BoJack and Rick and Morty and Bob or uh, Big Mouth that like have a continuous story like because there's there's shows that do just incredibly different fucking things and it's it's yeah it's hard to judge one, one up against the other um and then didn't yeah didn't Big Mouth get like renewed for like three more seasons <laughs> Probably, and yeah. It's also getting Apparently, a, it's, it's going to be the Comedy spin-off. Central uh, category soon, so. Yeah, 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 that too. Have you watched Hoops on Netflix yet? I have not, no. Uh, it's got a great cast. Uh, Jake Johnson's the lead. Animated uh, series about a very foul-mouthed high school basketball coach. Um, should be right up my alley. Watch the first episode. It might be too vulgar for me. Wow, that's saying something. Yeah. I had to tell you to stop cursing six times in a toy store two weeks ago. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Um, yeah. <laughs> what, peep that first episode and let me know if, if I'm just like going soft in my old age. Motherfucker, here's where I get pissed. <laughs> just because the line is soft in my old age. Let's erase everything we've done and let me bitch about high fidelity not getting nominated for shit for the next two hours. God damn it. High Fidelity on Hulu was so fucking good. And I say that as as High Fidelity, yes, is my favorite movie of all time. But even if I didn't give a shit about that movie, the show is so fucking good. Zoe Kravitz, incredible. Uh, It was was so perfectly woven in with, like, references to the movie, to the book. I thought I was going to hate it because it was set in fucking Brooklyn this time. And and it was perfect. It it played Brooklyn perfect because it didn't fucking play Brooklyn at all. And god damn it. It was so fucking fun and and good. And I can't believe it. One got fucking canceled. How do you get canceled from fucking Hulu? They got canceled, didn't it? got canceled it was originally (laughs) so it was originally being developed for disney plus imagine that shit uh oh my god it's horrible yeah exactly and then once uh once they bought fox they're like oh okay we're just gonna put it on this fucking hulu gimmick here um (laughs) disney talking to it like triple h (laughs) (laughs) yeah fucking got called down to nxt which was a perfect place for it Oh my god, it was so funny and well written. And again, Zoe Kravitz is a fucking star in the not in the making, she's a fucking star. And and star. it's crazy how good Batman. she is and and like it was the cool the connection between her doing that show and her mom having been in the movie and her dad actually being a rock star and god damn it, I'm so fucking upset that that show got canceled. And not only did it get, get get canceled but it didn't even get any fucking nominations for anything and it's bullshit speaking of no nominations in hulu i know it's fx on hulu but nothing for devs either which i found interesting that's surprising i'm not disagreeing with it same but but i also thought it would be i don't think alex garland stuff translates well like i know ex machina got some stuff yeah like writing but i feel like it might be a little bit above people's heads (laughs) 
at the very least, Offerman could have gotten something. Uh, Offerman was great, and also I liked um, Allison Pill, and sure. I liked uh, I'm not gonna remember the girl's name. She was just in Pacific Rim Uprising. She's I, very I, good I just on that listened show to that well. episode today. I know who you're talking about, but yeah, yeah. Uh, also, uh, first episode of something on Netflix. Have you watched High Score at all yet? Oh, dude, it's it's been on my fucking docket for a while now, and I haven't watched okay. it yet. I'm trying to get through the first episode. I, I don't know if it's going to be my thing. I think it's a little too, like, nerdy insider for me. I don't know. I Also, I think I got to get to, like, more modern stuff. Because, of course, it starts with, like, yeah. fucking, you know, like, the early, early days of, like, arcades and stuff yeah. like that. But just just checking, getting a, getting a check from you to see if, uh, if you had or not. Have you watched uh, uh, A Toy Store Near You on Amazon? No, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember where it was on. It's on. It's on Amazon. Okay. Yeah, and they come out weekly, um, so I like just so happen to remember every couple weeks. So I have at least like two or three to like watch in the meantime. Um, it's it's good. It's all about all these stores having to close for COVID, so that kind of sucks. Uh, um, yeah. While also still trying to be about what the show is supposed to originally be about. Um, I know they're supposed to have some Chicago stores coming up, so I'm just like waiting on those episodes. Um, but it, oh, yeah. it's good. It's definitely worth watching. And it definitely, um, you know, makes you want to own a toy store. Not that you or I have ever even <laughs> fucking floated that idea or anything like that. Never at all. You yeah, so maybe, son of a bitch. maybe don't watch it. Nope, nope, nope. I put it at the bottom of my list. Uh, uh, I'll send you short form animated program. I just want to shout out Forky asked a question because I've had yes. to see it so many times. Oh, you've watched it too? Okay, good. Oh, they're great. They're really funny. They're so good. Um, Forky asks uh, a question. Forky asks a question. Uh, that's up against Robot Chicken, which is still somehow a fucking Holy thing. Shit. <laughs> And uh, Steven Universe for Future, which I know people like Steven Universe. Yeah. Outstanding Children's Program, Jim Henson's Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance, Star Wars Resistance, and We Are the Dream, the kids of the Oakland MLK Oratorical Fest, not Resistance. Um, uh, outstanding Short Form Variety Series, Being at Home with Samantha B Between Two Ferns with Zach Galifianakis. Oh. Uh, the movie, sort of uncut interviews. So I guess they just cut them up so it can qualify for an Emmy. <laughs> Fucking uh, Car- good on them. Yeah, Carpool Karaoke, the series, Jimmy Kimmel's Quarantine Minilogs, and The Randy Rainbow Show. Don't know what any of that is. Uh, outstanding short form comedy or drama series, a.k.a. the Quibi category, even though there's only two here. Uh, Star Trek, Short Treks, Reno 911, Most Dangerous Game, The Good Place Presents, The Selection, and Better Call Saul Employee Training, Legal Ethics with Kim Wexler. Uh, let me scroll through. Outstanding character voiceover performance, Hank Azaria, fuck him. Nancy Cartwright, Le- Leslie Odom Jr. for oh. Central Park. Maya Rudolph, another nomination for her. Wanda Sykes, another nomination for Crank Yankers. <laughs> and uh, Taika Watiti for The Mandalorian, which will probably win. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I just have to read this category. Outstanding Narrator. Lapita Nyong'o, Serengeti, Chewie Tell Ejiofor, The Elephant Queen, Angela Bassett, The Imagineering Story, David Attenborough, Seven Worlds, One Planet, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Black Patriots, Heroes of the Revolution. That's a fucking 
badass category. Uh, dude, look up Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's IMDb. It's crazy because he like straight up just has like staff writing jobs on TV shows. Yeah, I believe it. Um, as long as he's writing, I mean, as long as he's writing and reading, he's a terrible actor. Well, <laughs> but yeah. as long as he's doing other stuff, I'm for it. Hey, he was great in basketball. He just sat there. <laughs> he was great in basketball. Uh, did you watch the Imagineering story? No, I have not. I, I need to. I, I don't know how I have not, but it's uh, defunct land, but Disney propaganda. Uh, and go figure. It it truly is the the best commercial for the parks because I, I obviously watched it before COVID. And, like, I would end an episode going, like, well, how the fuck am I going to get to Shanghai Disney? Because I got to go. Right. See, I, I hate watching those things, like, Defunct Land and stuff, because I'm like, God, I just want to go ride that. Either go back in time or go now where whatever is there is there. Yeah, yeah Speaking exactly. of Disney Plus, have you watched Muppets Now yet at all? Um. So, Disney Plus has since really uh, shit the bed as far as working on my PS4. So I've gotten through like wow. five minutes of a couple episodes. I need to just watch it on my fucking phone or whatever. But uh, it seems fun. Okay. Yeah, I haven't yet either, but I wasn't sure you're my go-to Muppet person. Um, go through commercials, costumes. Uh, man, they really give a lot of these awards out. <laughs> There's one thing specifically I'm looking for that I wanted to see if I could find... Oh, I just saw Mr. Robot got nominated for something. That I didn't know that show was still on the air. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, where the fuck is... Is there no music awards? Oh, here they go. Music. Music composition. All right. So, oh, they have breakdown from drama and comedic and everything. Just show me what I want to fucking see. Where the fuck is it? Okay, good. There it is. Watchmen. Just wanted to make sure that... Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross were nominated for Watchmen <laughs> because uh, that was a big part of the show. Yeah. And it needed to be there. Man, these are some, these categories are good too. You got Ludwig for The Mandalorian. I was about to say, you got Mark Mothersboro hanging. Yeah, Ludwig is there for Mandalorian. You got Mark Mothersboro hanging out for Tiger King as well. And these are across several categories. Um, the Rizza for Wu Tang and American Saga on Hulu, which I forgot was a thing and I'm also adding to my list. Uh, yeah, I think that will do it. Sound, special effects. Yeah. Stunt coordination. Great. Cool. Oh, now I have a big ass list of things to watch. Good. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Uh, I also, man, well, there's still a shit ton of stuff on HBO to watch as well. Like I hear Perry Mason's good. Uh, the, there's that, Mm -hmm. um, fucking, uh, Golden State Killer documentary, uh, docuseries that I haven't watched yet. Um, Mm -hmm. God, there's a few other things. I started watching the Atlanta child murders one as well, but I couldn't get into it just because I just finished watching Mindhunter Mm. and Mindhunter, (laughs) Like that was enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's, it's heady enough that I got like an episode and a half in. I was like, I think I'm good. It's really, it's, it's, it's good, but I just can't right now. 
especially the timing of it and everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, pass. Uh, so I knocked out. There was that that uh, mob docu series on um, Netflix a few weeks ago. That was pretty lackluster and underwhelming. Um, mm-hmm. There's uh, oh, have you checked out any of the new uh, Looney Tunes on HBO Max? No, I agree. I have an HBO Max access, so no. That's right. Well, when you do, pop a few on. They're darn entertaining. Good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Looney Tunes. Watch out, Looney Tunes. This decade, big comeback. Oh, you got yeah. Space Jam coming out. You saw the jerseys, right? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. That's all I'm gonna say. I uh, Tony called me for our annual talking about talking during the NBA draft lottery. And he had mentioned them, and I started going into because I knew Tony didn't care, and Tony will never see it. Uh, like the rumors behind Space Jam, and he was like, "That may that might have to be my yearly go to the movies in a different state of being movie." Well, uh, <laughs> uh, enlighten me on some of these rumors. Are you sure? Yeah. Why? All right. So, spoiler alert for anybody listening, because they're going to be that far out there. Spoiler to everyone listening, if you don't want to know potentially, and these aren't confirmed, but massive spoilers about Space Jam. Is there anything else that we pl- that there is to talk about? No. So, so now we're just going to we're gonna sign off and fuck people up. <laughs> well, just if, if you don't want the spoilers, go ahead and and you can go ahead and delete this now, uh, quite literally, because uh, there's nothing more to talk about. If you do want the spoilers... Uh, stay, 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 stay on board with us. So there was leaked footage from like a Space Jam rap party where they were playing like at rap parties. They always play like bloopers and behind the scenes and like costume tests, makeup tests, whatever. And somebody was taking a video of that. And in those leaked images were shots of actors dressed in all kinds of intellectual property costumes. And the thought is that instead of LeBron and the Toon Squad defending their rights, essentially, against monsters, they're defending against famous monsters and villains from Warner Brothers properties. So... So the, who does that include? Oh, I'm going to tell you who that includes. <laughs> uh, it'll feature characters from the likes of Harry Potter, The Wizard of Oz, Mad Max, hold on, hold on. The Matrix. Slow, 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 slow down. Slow down. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't do that to people's brains because we got a fucking quarantine brain, man. And the shit doesn't work as fast as it used to. So. I apologize. First one I said was Harry Potter. Yeah, so you got Voldemort probably up in the movie. Okay, maybe uh, maybe a, Wizard uh, of Oz. Okay, Wizard of Oz. So some some flying Wicked Witch up in the maybe. movie. Uh, or Wicked Witch specifically was mentioned. Okay. Uh, Mad Max. I I don't know any specifics, but I'm just <laughs> assuming the guy with the fire guitar at this point. Mad Max. Agent Smith from the Matrix. <laughs> Pennywise from it. Okay, uh, is it gonna? Okay, well, I guess we won't know. Okay, Pennywise, Pennywise, wow, 
Jared Leto's Joker. No. Still not done. This is this is the one that made Tony cackle. So- Clockwork Orange. <laughs> he's like, Alex Delarge is gonna be playing fucking basketball. I'm like, yeah, you know, he's gonna be shooting a bit of the old in out and out, you know. <laughs> so it's. Is it gonna be the actual like? Obviously, Clockwork Orange will be a little difficult, but we can do that now with technology. But like, so is fucking homie that played Pennywise gonna be in Space Jam? No, no, okay, it's just so gonna it's be like other CGI people. Or some shit. Yes, and last but uh, so the three that were specifically like images leaked of were Pennywise. Oh shit, I gotta plug my computer. Uh, were Pennywise, the Jared Leto Joker, and the Mask. No. Yes. Mask was Warner Brothers? I guess. I don't know. Well, you know, it could also it could be the kind of thing where like they um they like get the rights for it. Like Universal's got all the rides yeah, of stuff yeah, that yeah. they don't actually have Universal from, like Harry Potter as an example. So that's that so could be a chance. Like, but... a, like a fucking ready player one to this shit. Ba- basically is what again. There could be, for whatever reason, there could have been a, a need for people on set to be dressed up, ha ha he he, as all these characters, but I don't see it. <laughs> and it makes sense that all of them, except the mask, which I guess depending on who's behind the mask, it makes sense they are all villains. Uh, I just love that like this is Ryan Coogler producing it, like Don Cheadle's in this, like. Like there, it's it's not like this is like a rinky dink production. Like this is a yeah. big summer fucking movie, and it seems all fucking kinds of nutty. Wow! <laughs> and I'm so ready for it. Wow. See, so yeah, I'm in. That's we could see LeBron James dunking over Malcolm McDowell. Well, I'm, I'm, that's the only one that they're gonna bring back. I'm guessing. Uh, very very soon. I am in shock. That is shocking. <laughs> I'm just sorry. Yeah, I, you're gonna have to say I, something because I'm just I sitting here him, fucking slack jawed. Hit him low, hit him low, hit him low. High, hit him high, hit him high. That's hit what I high. want. Can I get some fucking the, uh, the soundtrack? Soundtrack leaks, please. The soundtrack. The soundtrack has to fuck. Like, if they don't nail the soundtrack, don't release the movie. Yeah, honestly. Like, just don't even bother. Or, or, or. Uh, also, don't, yeah, uh, don't the, anyway, but I don't know, man. Fuck. Yeah. The, uh, the athletes, um, Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, Clay Thompson, and then WNBA players, Diana Taurasi, um, two girls whose names I won't say because I don't know how to say them. And uh, no word on who the Bill Murray or Wayne Knight are going to be. Uh, I'm guessing Don Cheadle is going to be just like LeBron's friend. I don't know. And uh, Sonequa Martin-Green is going to be LeBron's wife. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It comes out next summer. We're 11 months away from whatever that is. Wow. Oh, wow. (laughs) I am... In a certain state, that is for sure. What the hell, man? 
but you know what yeah <laughs> why not why the fuck not let's let's go crazy yeah. huh well, i mean what else is it gonna be let's just fucking do it huh that's it let's hey let's have a baby huh <laughs> i'm gonna send you the link just so i'm not bullshitting you no i don't 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 <laughs> Uh, and there's the images in there if you want to see them. I don't. And if you've been fucked up at home from that and decided to listen through it, well, I hope you at least enjoyed our Emmy preview beforehand. It was a fun journey. We got to learn all about Meryl Streep's uh, quest for an EGOT. We got all kinds of succession love. Why am I recapping this like I'm Mr. Rogers taking my <laughs> shoes off? <laughs> because it's I don't know what two and a half it's been hours so and people probably forgot what the hell we talked about. It's true. I don't remember what we talked about. I just remember that... Uh, oh, I also forgot to mention the penguin. The penguin from Batman is going to be in this. Which penguin? How dare I forget. I don't know. Hopefully uh, hopefully not the Richard Kind-looking Colin Farrell one that was in the trailer that came out this past weekend. Uh, first Although of all, everyone's like, give me both versions of that. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know who it should be? No, fuck it. It should be Danny DeVito's penguin, so that way he's still in the movie. <laughs> continuity right there man oh yeah man that's what's up thank you that's what's up thank you for listening to this episode of the blank slate uh, as always we encourage you to subscribe wherever you get your podcast of course the blank slate is not on any sort of regular release schedule this could be the last one of the year for all we know and you know so make sure you're subscribed wherever you get those podcasts so when they pop up in your feed you're ready for them whenever they show up. Uh, hopefully there will be more as the basketball season approaches the semifinals of the, uh, the playoffs. Hit us up on social media, on Facebook, and on Twitter. I think we're on both those things. Uh, and you can send us an email at blank slate pod. No, you can't. I don't have notifications set up for that. Don't send us a fucking email. You know how <laughs> you to get send a hold us an of email. We'll never see it. You know how to get rid of all of me at your host, Mullet, on Twitter. Listen to my podcast, Mayor of the Movies, every single Thursday in Arcade Audio. Depending on when this episode comes out, you're either listening to our King of Comedy episode or our Watchmen episode or our Turbo a Power Rangers movie episode. It's going to be a weird month in the Mullet household. Um, also, check out my retro diary on arcadeaudionet slash podbloggle. I'm in the 1990s. Hip, hip, hooray. Um, and that is rock and rolling every single Friday. Rich, what you got? Uh, yeah, follow me at Rich Cami on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, check out the season finale that came out this week of Shared History, where uh, we did a waterfall history where uh, someone starts with one era, then the next person starts with another era, and then the last person takes the last era. Uh, and uh, Cass and Nat surprised me with the history of wrestling. Uh, which I was able to do off the top of my head, thank goodness. Uh, but I also had to tell them so many times, if I, I appreciate that you were impressed by what I do, but this is a drop in the bucket compared to uh, Christopher James Mullet. Uh, but then again, it would also have turned into a five-hour episode. Uh, and it was already two hours <laughs> yes. and 18 minutes. Um, also, uh, check out Quarter Mile at a Time, a Fast and Furious podcast with uh, me and Nick Latham going through each installment of the Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, and then our bonus episodes on patreon.com slash arcade audio, where we are uh, going over the Netflix animated original series, Fast and Furious Spy Racers, which so far it's pretty good. Um, and it's got mm. promise to, you know, 
continue on uh, to more success. Um, yeah, and then on Instagram every day, doing the whack pack where uh, Rip rips open another pack of trading cards every single day, and we raise money for good causes. And I chew the old ass awful gum that's found in some of these old packs. Um, I, I just recently uh, acquired a bunch of uh, sleeves and top loaders for the good cards. Um, so, you know, um, we're sleeving live on air now. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just all the damn shows in the arcade audio uh, network of podcasts. We work very hard um, to make sure that these all uh, uh, get to you. I, 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 do. I, I, do. I, I spend a lot of time <laughs> every day <laughs> after my actual job maintaining this thing uh sleeving it live sounds like cool vernacular in a, in a futuristic movie that we've already passed in years like in a movie like that came out like 1982 <laughs> where like they were looking at like 2008 it's like oh is he sleeving it live over there man yeah check out his scuds like, you gotta sleeve like, it live blink not <laughs> uh also you weren't fucking kidding about kareem abdul jabbar holy shit yeah. He was a writer for the 2019 revival of Veronica Mars. Uh, yep. He also had to know there was a celebrity diving competition show called Splash in 2013 on ABC. Yep. Was Daryl Hannah involved? Then I'm not going to watch. Yeah, man. This is all just amazing to me. Hold on. Who was on this show? I'm going to find out right now. Who was on Splash? And then we're out of here. Keisha Knight Pullum from The Cosby Show. Chewy Bravo from Chelsea Lately. And Dominican Sue. <laughs> wow. I'm so in on this now. He was eliminated week two. Kendra Wilkinson, former girlfriend of Hugh Hefner. Uh, AJ McCarron's girlfriend, Catherine Webb. Shout out to uh, Brent Musburger on that one. Louis Anderson was on this show. Oh, I was going to go to bed. But instead, you have this gift. You must now watch. Jabbar, Brandy Chastain, Drake Bell, Nicole Eggert, Rory Bushfield. Yeah, cool. Who gives a shit about that? That is incredible. I can't wait for this. You're welcome. All right, let's wrap this shit up. Any final thoughts? Hell no. I got a pee pee. <laughs> for Rich, this is Mullet. Signing out for the blank slate, you can go ahead and delete this now. Catch us later. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.